o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, where we're going to be taking your calls all night long on our brand new call-in number, 1-330-536-1466 or 330-KEN-1-GOOD. Or just goo, because if you dial the D, it'll mess things up. So, 330-KEN-1-GOO. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, welcome to the program. Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hi, everybody. I got my Christmas cards done, finally. Oh, my goodness. It's a Festivus miracle. There you go. So <laughs> You have no idea. You have no idea. The printer decided to try to crap the bed. Uh-oh. I, I got them done on Monday, and then the printer just was like what's wrong with you and so i reset everything i i plugged i unplugged i went into you know calibration all this stuff god's honest truth all i had to do is jiggle the usb cable (laughs) (laughs) jiggle it it just a little bit it was the first time in history when jiggling the cable actually worked there you go the little the so fonzie was the answer to this one um yeah <laughs> uh of course joe santorso welcome back to the show my brother thank you very much oh by the way uh as of january 1st it's joseph santorso llc oh with okay. pass through income okay just oh, okay. smart move very good mm-hmm. very good of course yeah. joining us from scranton pennsylvania the electric city so what do you think guys we got a we got a new call-in number I hope we get people to call in. After I'm the, excited. After the horror of, of being hacked by Russians last year uh, and losing my call-in number, I, I just, you know, I was sitting there the other night and I was like, damn it, I want a new call-in number f- before the end of the year. Um, it, it helps us out because we can, you know, not... We can listen to what everybody wants to talk about. If somebody and, and yeah. again, it's going to be open phones all night tonight. Uh, we will do Mad Libs. I'm gonna, I'll, but I'll take Mad Lib submissions on people's phone calls too. That'll be fun. Um, and uh, but yeah, we can talk about whatever you want. Talk about the holidays, movies, TV, Star Wars. No spoilers. Although I'm going to say one spoiler for Star Wars: The Last Jedi right now. It is this. Luke Skywalker drinking blue milk like a boss. There you go. Uh, that's it. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> that is not a big spoiler, by the way. Um, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, great. Uh, uh, it, it was a good movie. I'm a little conflicted over it, uh, but I, I really did enjoy it. Um, there, there. But we'll talk about that more when we do our big big discussion on Mike Check Radio down the road. But yeah. Call us with the Christmas gift ideas. Uh, you know, if you listen to the Tim Carmel show the other day, um, I, I taught, you know, uh, added some new items to Joe's uh, um, 
uh, <laughs> the the clown car store. The the Black Friday uh, specials. Yes, yes. I added some last minute ideas, uh, especially some uh, very special pharmaceuticals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Preparation D and Shamex, uh, <laughs> but yeah, and that was a lot of fun. It was, a, and thanks for letting me fill in for you, Joe. That was, uh, that was a treat, you know. It was an honor, and I, I loved, loved, loved the clown car. <laughs> it yeah. was great. I, 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 but you were right. <laughs> Francie was having, uh, <laughs> she was, she thought it was good. So that's all I can ask for is if the Ed McMahon of the Tim Carmel show approves. There you I, go. I know I did something right. So, uh, but yeah, so I hope everybody's uh, just about ready for the holidays and everything. Uh, I, I know Susan and I have been running around uh, buying things we didn't know we needed to buy for people until we saw them. <laughs> That's the danger when you, we, I go to the pharmacy <laughs> and I'm like, we need, we need leaks and ready whip. And then I go to the pharmacy to get my prescriptions and they're like, they're not going to be done for 30 minutes. I go shop for 30 minutes. There's a lot more than leaks and ready whip in the cart. <laughs> and then uh, then I go back and they're like, it's going to be at least another 20, 15 to 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, God. So, uh, so yeah. So there's. All right. Check it out. Christening our brand new call in line. We got. Oh, wait, no. Oh, breaking the cherry. Oh, no. That was, that was Francie calling. But, uh, oh, I think she accidentally called with Skype or something. I don't know. But, yeah, somebody call in, 330-536-1466 or 330-CAN-1-GOOD. <laughs> but don't dial the D. It'll mess up the call. I tried. <laughs> um, I think goo is fine. So, you need a jingle uh, to go with that. Can-1-GOO. Yeah, goo. we'll see. So, uh, I think, uh, Francie, I, oh, wait a minute. Francie? Yes. Hello, are you on Skype? Hello, so you, are you on Skype? Am I number one? Am I number one? Well, number one, number, number one. You are. Number one. Hey! <laughs> oh. Francie, are you on uh, Skype? Uh, no, I'm on no. my um, landline. <laughs> yes, Oh, okay. There you the go. reason why I ask Ken and Joe, the reason why I ask... Is because on my my Skype page, I have a blue little circle with a telephone in the middle. Oh, oh. yes, that's yeah, it, weird. Well, no, that's that's just the icon for Francie there. So, uh, but uh, but yes, so there you go. Uh, uh, thank you for calling. Um, what do you want to talk about? Um, well, I don't want to talk about the debacle in uh, across the bay there in D.C. The tax yeah. crap. Although they they have to vote again or something, so there's some fuckery going on. Yeah, did you see what happened? The gavel yes. fell on the bill and broke it. Oh, <laughs> too bad. Yeah. It should have oh. fell on all their goddamn heads. They needed, <laughs> um, God uh, what's his name? John Boehner's, John Boehner's big giant gavel to conk them. Bonk, 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 like whack-a-mole. <laughs> oh, so... I think talking about Christmas or Festivus, which is in a few days, airing of grievances, maybe, or, you know, how to set up a good poll. <laughs> well, yeah. Because yeah, the tinsel distracts me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah. My daughter, wait, my daughter Shannon got a poll. She got a little tiny one and it talks. It is so freaking cute. 
It's Frank Costanza in oh, all yeah? his glory. I went to get my son a doll. said? Yes, it says that, and then oh the uh, he finds the tins of distracting. It's an aluminum pole, and it says four things. The, it is the cutest little thing. So if you're thinking of a last-minute gift for somebody... Who doesn't care for Christmas too much? Mm-hmm. The little tiny Festivus pole, I think, would be perfect. Stocking yeah. A Festivus that for the rest of us. Yes, a Festivus miracle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, you could you could go ahead and whack uh, those uh, GOPers you don't like over the head with your new Festivus pole. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, this pole is too small. I need like um. I wouldn't have an aluminum one. I'd have a friggin' stainless steel, or actually a lead one. Lead's heavier, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Francie's going uh. dark, everybody. Uh oh. How small is this pole? How small is this pole? Is it six inches? Eight inches? Uh, oh, it's no well, eight it's inches. bigger than Trump's. It's no eight inches. Oh my God, you guys. What a bump. I'm I'm looking. I'm trying to find a good good cracking noise but i can't find one just found a really lousy ah, like aluminum. a good, like a whip yeah I don't, I don't know if i have that but oh. I'll, i'm sorry i'll give you the right shot uh, what were you gonna say joe ah. i was say francie did you uh <laughs> did you see uh a, a tiny hands try to gl- grab that big glass yes and there is actually online there is a presidential sippy cup two handles for those last minute shoppers who can't you know Holds a regular bottle in one hand. <laughs> yeah, it has the cover on it with the little sippy yes, nipple yes. on it. Yeah. Is this yes. like the third time he's done this? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Definitely. He did. What is wrong, wrong with him? With the dude? It's noteworthy that they didn't give him a bottle. You notice he had a hard time opening the bottle? Oh, yeah. yeah there's something wrong. Mm. So this time they gave him a little, <laughs> little tiny glass. But it was the size <laughs> you of. You know a, what? Actually, his hands are so small. That might have been a big old. Big gulp from Seven Eleven. I have a shot glass. I have audio of him uh, trying to open up the the bottle. If you remember that, ah, that was so weird. Ah, that was him trying to open up the the water bottle. What the bottle. hell is that sound, Bob? Good time. Yes. What did you say, Frank? What is wrong with him? I don't what know. Is wrong <laughs> with that? Because I, I look at him the last time I saw him do this, and I think I said it on the show. Yeah. It, it reminded me of when my grandma was like 92, mm. and she was very weak and frail. Mm. Yeah. She really couldn't lift a glass. She really couldn't. Right. And mm. I would never make mm. fun of her. But he really, he kind of leaned over to the, to the left, and he grabbed it with the two hands, and mm-hmm. he sipped from it and put. He, is he frail? You, you want shaky? That you know what? I, uh, I, I'm going to say this right now. Um, when I drink with both hands, that means there's a beer in each one. That's yes. okay. <laughs> yes. There was, there was no alcohol in that glass. No, no. And no. I'm not and, mocking. I'm not mocking people who drink with two hands. I'm not because that happens no. to me. It's like Safety when I get first. a nice, delicious. Well, Frosted milkshake. I'm like, yeah. I'm drinking this. I, that was just people. weird, guys. Am I wrong? No, I'm not weird. people who drink with two hands with a shot glass. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Well, do you want to hear? Do you want to hear uh, Allison Camerota and uh, Chris Cuomo have some fun at Trump's expense? Oh yeah, that was great. All right, here, here you go. Uh, here you go, Francie. Check this out. President Trump's water okay. break is trending on social media this morning. The president reached for a glass of water during his national security speech, and Twitter took note. It has led to comparisons of how the president needs to use two hands, apparently, to drink from a water bottle. He did that during the speech last month and then again yesterday. The water works with the president started. Oh, the water works started with the campaign, of course, when he poked fun at Senator Marco Rubio for pausing mid-sentence for some water. But this was an even smaller glass yesterday where he used two hands. I believe last time you called it the baby grip. Well, that is the sippy cup grip that you're using there right now. It is a very good one. I don't get all the hands thing in the glass. You know, I don't, I don't know what it's all about. I mean, you this, drink from a this, this is what I drink out wow. of. I drink out of them and I hold it like a man with one yeah. hand. But that's, you know, that's, <laughs> that's me. Right, that's you. And you I don't think it's a giant judgment. Certainly not one of our cups. biggest concerns. You want to hold a cup with all your hands? You know, you that's what you do. All your hands? It is the sippy cup grip. <laughs> this is hands. my glass. Wow. That, that's wow. where you do shots from. Yeah. Yes, but only when I'm working. <laughs> only when he's working. Yeah, he had a vase. He had a flower vase uh, in his hand. Oh, wow. That, yeah. that reporter um, said one thing that kind of bothered me. Um, his water broke. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't see that. Water break. That. All I could think yeah. of is, wait a minute. Is <laughs> he giving birth? Now, uh, uh, one second here, because I, I tr- uh, somebody else was calling. <laughs> Pretty sure uh, the last well, time well, any Trump woman. Uh, do, uh, hold on one second. Um, uh, let me. Uh, well, I think we, we got another call, call coming in here, so it's uh, it's okay. gr- it's Grimmy. Let's just go ahead and uh, try and put him on with everybody else. Grimmy, are you there? I am here. Excellent, Hi, Grimmy. We were in the Hi. middle of a in the middle of a clip when you were calling before, so uh, we'll put. I don't mind having a couple people on at a time. But, uh, uh, yeah. I, I just uh, want to say something. Yeah, go ahead. I think the last time any Trump woman's water broke was Marla. Probably. Because I don't think any water broke with Melania, ever. Uh, you say, say around, around Trump. That depends. Oh, ah, see? There, there. Oh, no. Sorry, I meant to Hi, play the wrong thing. Hi. Hi, Grimmy. What's up, buddy? Lo- Long-time caller, first-time listener. That's right. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Well, I think Grimmy Gr- sounds I, like he's outside, so I think I heard a motorcycle a minute ago. Every time I talk to you, I'm waiting for a bus. There you go. <laughs> I love it. You know what? I think I remember that from the last time we had you on the line. Yeah. Yep. That's not, it's not a problem. It's the same bus. Is it well, the same bus, really? <laughs> wow, that's it, been a it long never, way. It never gets there, Grimmy? It never gets there? <laughs> it, it shows up every day. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I thought you've been there since the last time. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, uh, yeah, well, I'll tell you what, Francie, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go. We're gonna talk to uh, okay. talk to Grammy okay. a little bit. That's but fine. You have Thank a good you night. My call. No Merry problem. Merry Christmas. Merry All right. Christmas. Happy Festivus. Bye. Thanks for taking my call. Bye bye. sister. Yes, and I love you all. Loads all right. and loads and loads. Bye. Love you right back, Francie. Call again. 
So, uh, all right. Uh, but yeah, so Grimmy, uh, thanks for calling. Uh, you, you relieved we have a new call-in number now? Oh, yeah. I can I can participate more now. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I know it's kind of a... Uh, it sucked last year losing that number, but, uh, you know... Here we are. We're, you know, we've come full circle. I said, screw it. I want a new number before the end of the year. And we got it. So, Grimmy, you're going to, when does the bus arrive? Uh, I, I don't know. I think the schedule's all screwed up. So, I think I have some time. Oh, damn. Because I'm thinking, going forward, you call in when the bus shows up. Just put that, put that ish on speakerphone. That happened last time. And I, I just got on the bus. See, <laughs> there you I go. Love that. You can say say to people, "I'm talking on a famous radio show right now." <laughs> <laughs> so, Grimmy, do they have a covered uh, uh, bus stop there? No, but it's you know it's California, so it's always sunny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Unless it's burning. Well, yeah, there's a bit of a haze in the air from the fires that are current and ongoing. Yeah. How close are you to the fires, Grimmy? Uh, I'm not not close. Uh, there there was a there was a fire in TJ a couple of days ago. That was close. Okay. Uh, the, most of them are all, you know, past up past uh, LA. Okay. All right. You know the reason why I ask is because um, when I was when I was still in Atlanta, the Oki Oki Finoki Swamp, which is way down in s- southern southern Georgia. You know, they yeah. had a really bad fire there. And I remember waking up one morning and we lived literally in Atlanta, not in the suburbs or anything like that. And there was a haze and it just, it smelled. It really smelled and I didn't understand it until I, you know, I went online and I looked and I was like, oh, that's from the swamp fire. So I, I'm I'm kind of assuming that there's a lot of people in California who are smelling and kind of suffering from that. Yes, including yeah. myself. I have respiratory issues. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Just get through it. Yeah, so uh, what, el- what else have you been up to, Grimmy? Anything else on your mind tonight? Uh, I, I made one of, my, one of my famous trips to L.A. to see a Japanese group again. Oh, yeah? Baby metal or a different group? A uh, different group. This one is called Necronom Idol. Okay. And it's kind of, it's kind of a goth. Kind of a goth idol group. Okay. So it's kind of dark. I, I recommend you look into it. I think you might like it. Cool. Yeah, I'll check it out. So, um, uh, what was it again? Uh, nec- necro idol? What? Ne- Necronom. It's, it's it's a play on the Necronomicon. Okay. Necronom so idol. Necronom idol. All okay. one word. Okay. Necronom idol. Got it. So, uh, are you all ready for the holidays? Well, you know, I just don't really do too much for it. So, yeah, I'm ready. There you go. Way to be. So, <laughs> um, uh, um, any, uh, oh, I don't know, any other uh, fun things you've been into TV movie-wise? Uh, not really. Uh, I just I just don't have the time. My, my work is slowly trying to kill me. Oh, don't let it do that. But, you you know. got, got any vacation time coming up? Uh, I've got Christmas coming up, so and I've been invited to my housemate's um, Trump voting family. Uh oh. Oh, fun! Oh, oh, it's fun. <laughs> it's fine. I just uh, 
keep my mouth full of food and, you know, keep my head down. Yeah. All right, wait a second. Do, but do they talk? Do they do Trump talk? Of course they do. How do, you this do is not, that? This is not my family. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't be making a big fuss in somebody else's family. This is true. Well, Grammy, yeah, I'm, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go because we've got another caller coming in. But hey, don't be a stranger, buddy. Perfect, because the bus is coming. There you uh, go. Okay, I would like uh, everybody. Let's try and keep Saturn and Saturnalia. There you go. I appreciate <laughs> that. So, all right, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Thanks. All right. See bye, you, Grammy. Grim. Bye. Bye. Bye, Grim. All right, and oh, I love all right, five zero eight area code. You're on. Turn out the night. Hello. Oh, it looks like they hung up before. Right when I was uh, trying to add them, but anyways, five zero eight. We right, got a few minutes back. left. We got a few minutes left before the break, so uh, we'll take one more call. If we don't take your call, it just means I have somebody else on the line, and I, I don't want to uh, try and stack up too many people at once. But just keep calling doesn't matter we, we, we got open phones all three hours tonight we'll squeeze in some time we'll take a break at the end for mad libs and all that but i really don't have audio i just kind of want to hear my favorite audio and that's you the listener tonight on turn up the night but yeah here we go 508 call on back let's go ahead and find out who this is 508 who is this this is trojan rabbit well, hey paul, paul how's it going rabbit yeah. yay i, I you had just picked up and I had hit the hang up key. So, well, oh well. welcome back. So, I am here. I, I'm number I, three. How are you, you are. feeling? He's number three. I am, I'm feeling a little better. It's just. You, you were home on Monday, right? Was it Monday or? Actually, I was home on Wednesday, Thursday, oh. and Friday. Okay. Wednesday I suck because at this. I was sick, Thursday because I was sick, and Friday was vacation day. <laughs> okay. So, so, you're feeling better? Yeah, feeling better. I mean, it's not busy anyway, so I figured why I could do some stuff from home. And I said, if anybody really wants me to come in, I can do right. so. But nobody wanted me, so I'm, I'm fine. We want you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, but if you have so, the time, take the time, especially at this time of year. Oh yeah. Well, like I said I took I took Fridays off this month. Oh my dogs. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> uh, say it again. Say it again, Paul. I took Fridays this month off, and I took the last week off. So that pretty much takes care of my vacation. I've used all my vacation days. I've used all of my uh, loading holidays. I'm all set, which is the yeah. first for me. Usually I have a couple of days left over. But this time I, we were sort of uh, advised that it's a good thing for you and for everyone to use all your days. We don't yeah. need worn-out people. I was uh, fortunate enough to. Uh, it, we had a slow week at work this week, so I'm on. I have three days off uh, right now, and of course, uh, Kenny Pick Senior will be coming up for early Christmas dinner tomorrow. Um, so uh, we're gonna have some some fun uh, with him. Have some ham. Got a ham. Oh. Mm. I won't be. I won't mm. be much much ham, but uh, I, I got a. I'm gonna do that blueberry glaze. Is it a canned ham? No, Is it no. A ham? It's a ham from Aldi's. Oh, we okay. almost picked up a canned uh, ham, a canned ham from. See what you guys have done. A ham from Aldi's. <laughs> <laughs> we almost did, but you know what? This time, 
for Christmas Eve dinner. We're treating ourselves, and we got a honey glazed or honey baked ham. Yeah, we did that last year. Yeah, we did that last year, and I, I, I just basically I just kind of wanted to try this, you know, see see what it was like because honey honey baked ham is great, but you know it's a little spendy, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it is. uh, I, I, I want to hear what your review is. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I will let you know. I will. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, I got no complaints with uh, all these food. They, they always have really good stuff. But anyway, um, so are you doing any cooking yourself, Paul? I do not cook except for the, uh, the usual uh, chocolate chip cookies, nice. made with Splenda. You know. Yeah. It's sort of a different thing this year. There's no nobody really that can handle the uh, the party this year because people are, you know, people are working and uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of hard. So, mm-hmm. and as you get older, people just can't, you know, can't expend the energy anymore. You know, so we'll have something, you know, on Christmas Eve. We'll have our usual, you know, we have various buffet type type stuff, and then we'll have. Uh, you know the Yankee swap and all that. So, the we'll what? have fun. I mean, that's like a Yankee is it, swap. Is that like yeah. a white What's elephant? What's the Yankee swap? Excuse me. What's the Yankee well, swap? That, that, oh, uh, the uh, the gifts. Where oh. you know you pick one gift and then the next person picks a gift and decides they want to keep that one or or steal. take the other person's and you know. Oh. So I, okay. we so, do the same thing, but we we call it a white elephant. Regional. Ah, uh, well, see, we're Yankees, so we call it Yankee Swap. Yeah. Okay. You know. Oh man, we got the of worst. Of course, you guys do. <laughs> we we, yeah. we have the worst, so, most awesome uh, white elephant gift this year for uh, uh, Susan's siblings. Oh, it's so awful! It's it's amazing. I want to want to put a little a little slight plug tonight on yeah. Uh, AM, AMC at 8 o'clock. The movie Deck the Halls is on tonight. Now, in the second half of the movie, uh, Danny DeVito's house is, is on. And you'll notice that the entire house is covered with lights doing all sorts of fantastic shows. Those lights are designed and built by the company I work for. Oh, no way. So Nice. Yes, way. So, and this is... You know, if you watch the movie, it's this ten-year-old technology. So mm-hmm. even then, I haven't I haven't seen the movie. The movie itself was was fairly badly panned because you know the acting was terrible and the uh, the plot was terrible. But the uh, the lighting on the houses was good, <laughs> which is all we cared about. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's awesome. awesome. That's very cool. So, very cool. So I got uh, the, I got the TiVo set up for that. Excellent. Yeah. Yes, that's your TiVo for uh, AMC. And what was the name of the movie again? AMC. Uh, Deck the halls. Deck the halls. With, Eight uh, PM. Danny DeVito. Yeah. There you go. Excellent. All right. Well, Paul, I'm going to let you go because we're coming up on the break here. But uh, it was a pleasure to have you as number three. He's number three. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, I will have my uh, Christmas show next week, Christmas night. So Very good. Uh, it will be oh, live wow. because I'm going to be home. Okay. <laughs> so. All right. But be, the music no, you my, do. my special Christmas stuff. Oh, awesome. And and a couple of uh, 
my favorite husband shows, radio shows, which was the uh, precursor to I Love Lucy. Ah, Lucille yeah. Ball. Uh, some, of those, ah. some of those uh, scripts actually made it to the TV show. So, Oh, very cool. You will, you will hear Lucy. I think I did that last year, and it went over fairly well. So Excellent. I will do that again. My wife likes it. I ran uh, oh. a Fibber McGee and Molly uh, cr- uh, Christmas Seals um, thing last night. And a bunch of other uh, stuff. I did the Christmas tree lighting from like 1939 too. Um, <laughs> they did that with candles, didn't they? Uh, th- no, blowtorch actually. So, because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it used to take like three hours to light all the candles that, on the tree. Back then. Well, it was a half hour special, so <laughs> okay. And then it was just a big mess of uh, wax, and it was over. Yeah, there <laughs> right. you go. So, uh, anyway, well, uh, Paul, thank you for calling in. Uh, uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Festivus, all that. And I'm um, looking forward to, to all uh, of you. your show on Monday. Yeah, and happy um, happy Christmas to you and Anne. And uh, happy Christmas to everyone. And uh, I will be listening for the rest of the night until I fall asleep. I there still you go. haven't fully recovered, but... All right. Well, okay, we're everybody, here. Call, come on, call in. Let's uh, let's call in. Let's keep these guys busy. All right. Talk to you later, call Paul. In. Penis. Penis. See. Good night. See there. Merry Christmas. Don't Paul. say penis in this house. All right. Uh, <laughs> call in, and if you got a troll, yeah. bring them on. Well, yeah. So I, don't call in immediately because we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna take a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, give us a few minutes. Uh, I do have something I want to talk about. I did an album review I would like to discuss uh, for everybody, uh, which is important in, in, in on many levels here in, on Turn Up the Night. Uh, something that uh, I think is the perfect thing to talk about for the, the Christmas, the real spirit of Christmas, and what we need to do to recognize people doing the right thing, you know, putting their money where their mouth is and not, you know, wagging their finger in your face. So uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, So hold tight. We'll be right back with uh, lots more. Turn up the night right after this. Let's listen to a Christmas bumper. That'll be fun. This is Kenny Pick from Turn Up the Night, and I want to wish every one of you a happy Hanukkah Monzadon. Isn't that right, Suze? Yes, happy Hanukkah Monzadon. Hey, and don't you worry, all of our cats are working on presents for you right now. The Doctor, Timby, and Jeliza Rose are all chewing on tinsel at this very moment, working on a special surprise for all of you. That's right, Ken, and it wouldn't be the holidays without tinsel hanging out of all of our cats' butts. <laughs> So true. Happy holidays from Indie Media Weekly.
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hello, young lovers. This is P.S. Mueller from Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, wishing you and yours the happiest of holidays. Call me Pete. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They killed Kenny! You bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. Of course, joining me, as always, on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, buddy. Thanks. And uh, Norman Griebaum asked me, uh, when are you going to buy him a canned ham? <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I'll see if it's in, <laughs> if I got enough in petty cash for that. Uh, and uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Welcome back. Hi, guys. I'm I'm tired. Tuckered. You're plum like, tuckered. Yeah, like, like you, Ken, because you said mm-hmm. you've been busy with Christmas. Just... We bought our tree two Saturdays ago. You just got it decorated? We finally got to decorate it on Saturday. There you and go. then Bob was making cookies. I was designing the cards. I am pooped. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, I'm not trying to I sound hear- like a whiner. No. But it's like, okay, I'm... You're, you're sugar I'm, plum tuckered out. I, I, yeah, I am. <laughs> All right, well, I want to I want to do this real quick um, because, uh, again, I, I and uh, everybody hold your calls for a few minutes uh, while I go over this, but we will resume open phones. Uh, we'll start calling in the next time I give out the number. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, I, I'm doing a, a, a review of some music. Every once in a while, people will reach out to me to do reviews of albums um, because I have a few connections in the music biz, uh, as it were. And I, I kind of felt compelled to do this one. Um, and, and But my review, I'm going to read you the review straight up just so you kind of understand where I'm coming from. We can talk about it for a couple minutes. Um, but it's posted on the front page of IndieMediaWeekly.com. It's, uh, thank you, Adam, for helping me with that. Uh, Kenny Pick's review of Letters from India by Todd Michael Hall. So, not all listeners of Indie Media Weekly and Gods and Monsters share my passion for heavy metal and hard rock, but I recently discovered a new musical gem with a facet for everyone. Uh, Todd Michael Hall has been the singer of the legendary American metal and rock band Riot, now Riot V, for the last four years. I'm I'm a huge Riot fan, by the way. And and, uh, Todd Michael Hall has a spectacular voice. Um, uh, But he's been the singer for Riot for the last four years and has embarked on a charitable and passionate solo outing by the name of Letters from India. The album is is an inspired testament to how Todd met his future wife, uh, no, no, I'm not sure if I'm saying her name right. I'm sorry about that. No, no, as uh, as a pen pal, remember, snail mail, uh, in the early 90s and their shared Christian faith that brought them together. Right now, most of my listeners will be saying, hold up, Ken, a Christian rock album? You, you Mr. Atheist? Yeah, in all the best senses, uh, this is a Christian rock album. The songs are about love, making oneself a better person, and self-reflection, not proselytization, uh, I'm hard, hard time saying that word, or judgment of others. Also, Todd is donating 100% of the proceeds from the sales of Letters from India to the Rescue Ministries of Mid-Michigan, which helps the local homeless community. Right on, Todd. Too often we get lip service from religious folks about doing the right thing, but here is someone really doing the right thing with no grandstanding or finger wagging. Mr. Hall is truly using his faith to make himself and the world around him a better, uh, better, and that should always be applauded. Uh, Todd writes and sings with passion, clarity, and honesty that's becoming a rare commodity in the modern musical community. The first song uh, to really pull me in is Never Let Go. It's a beautiful ballad with incredible harmonies and a wildly catchy chorus. Ordinary People is a slow burn rock song loaded with great piano work that harkens back to Bruce Hornsby in the range with its own distinct flavor and direction. Joe. Uh, <laughs> I know you're a Bruce Hornsby fan. <laughs> Um, and uh, yes, I am. Uh, uh, Catman Do is a fascinating look at the personal struggle of Todd's long distance relationship with his future wife that has equal parts longing and triumph. Uh, it's a really, really stunning song. And I particularly enjoy the rocked up anthems, The Skies Falling and Free. Uh, the power and projection of Todd's voice are really on display on both cuts. Uh, on Letters from India, Todd Michael Hall has carved out a unique mix of songs that have been expertly and passionately performed. I'm happy this album crossed my path and can't wait for Todd's next offering. Physical copies of Letters from India can be purchased from toddmichaelhall.com. And again, all proceeds beyond production, postage, and processing go directly to R3M. That's Rescue Ministries of Mid-Michigan. So, uh, Todd, I want to give you um, a big uh, uh, customary amen. 
uh, on the show. Amen. Actually, you know what? We'll give him the boogity amen. For In that. Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. This is a guy who has put out an album, and he is not taking a penny for it. Outside of, of you know, it's ten bucks, and basically it costs eight bucks to for for production, uh, posted. You know, the the cost of the they break it down the cost of the envelope, shipping, everything like that. Um, and so it, you know everything above that, and you can change your donation level too if you if you decide to purchase the album. Um, but I, you know, again, uh, a lot of times on this show we we talk about this. You know, there there are people out there who. Uh, claim to be, uh, you know, Christians, and they just want to kind of force things down everybody else's throat um, instead of putting their money where their mouth is, and that's exactly what uh, Todd Michael Hall has done. And I, I, I just can't can't speak highly enough of somebody who's who would do something like that. You know, we gotta gotta mm-hmm. you know give credit where credit's due. I do. I agree. I mean, this guy is not monetizing his Christianity. Yeah, and what's really cool too is is he's actually telling a very personal story and sharing that with everybody at the same time as you know, you know, not trying to make money off his personal story uh, or you know his faith or whatever, and and you know giving back to. I'm assuming you know that's I I didn't look into exactly where he's from but i'm assuming that he is from mid michigan if, if that's where his charity's going and that that was impressive to me too joe because a lot of times you know we'll, we'll talk about money that goes into these big bigger charities and not the local ones mm-hmm. and you know a lot of the overhead you know eats up a lot of the donations that people give but this one again every you know everything's going right into that you know that local uh, charity and in, in feeding people in that community, right? I, I you know, I think when we, we uh, make jokes or or poke fun at Christians, I don't think it's directed at these kind of Christians. Oh no, not at all. Because true, true right. Christians, right? True Christians uh, uh, are liberal. Are are people who who care about other people? It's it's these evangelical nut jobs like Roy Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, who sully the, the the name? You know, I like like you. I'm an atheist, but I but I, I have many Christian friends. One of my friends is a minister, a Baptist minister, mm-hmm. and um, you know, sincerely believes in um, in his faith and in and in what he does uh, for people in charities. Yeah. So, Christianity is a good thing. Yeah, uh, when it, it's, it, when it's when it's applied it, it, properly. Well, if I could, if I could jump in here, sure. I I really do believe that any kind of religion is a good thing when it's used the way, in my opinion, religion should be used. Um. So it's not just Christianity, although I think I think that you know regarding Joe and myself, Ken. I know you're an atheist, but I think you have a good grasp on Christianity we know that religion better than others yeah um, I know it I, I, you know I know it better than others but I, well I, yeah I, I'm you know and, 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 I, I went to Christianity yeah. I got one, I got one sure. quick Go thing ahead. to say is that when we talk of fundam- about fundamentalists 
I get a little nervous about that sometimes because we have some good fundamentalists out there. The the Reverend Barber down there in in North Carolina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he's he makes it very clear that he's a fundamentalist. Yeah. So you know. I, it. Dep- I, I guess it depends on what your doing- fundamentals are. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's actually really good and very funny. (laughs) But, you know, I want want religion to not take away rights from people Mm -hmm. and not take away things from people because the Christianity that I grew up with was all about making sure that everybody was a part of this Christianity. Yeah. And somewhere along the line, somebody said, oh, but not the gays. And, oh, I don't know about those blacks. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, and that's where you know, you know, with my story, you know, going to Christian school for all those years, it's like you know, I, I still, I, I still do not have a problem with Jesus and the Beatitudes, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Sermon on the Mount stuff. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm a Jesus liking atheist, you know. Um, I say liking because I can't say I love him because I don't know him, and I know that's that's a lot of yeah. what Christianity is about is that people come to know jesus in their own way um but that you know that's not part of my dna and that's you know and that's just me you know so but no like i said you know we we we, you know like i say i i yes we got to be careful when we use the term fundamentalist i do say crazy fundies but that's generally again about people who just want to you know put other people down but again what uh, what you know uh, Todd Michael Hall is doing here is he's lifting others up, and that's that's it, it, it's you're supposed to lift up yourself and lift up those around you. Don't put people down. So good on you, Todd Michael that's Hall. Go to go to yeah. toddmichaelhall.com and uh, buy this is for yourself or as a gift for someone else. Um, and if you can spend a little bit more money uh, and donate and get a couple more meals. And another thing too, this uh, the the charity, um, uh, the uh, uh, Rescue Ministries of Mid Michigan, non discriminatory. They they are a non-discriminatory uh, charity, so rest assured that uh, they won't turn anybody away. So anyway, that was awesome, Ken. It was no awesome. problem. Yeah. So you know, perfectly in line with the season of giving, and and again, what 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 the season uh, should be all about and again not you know lifting people up not putting people down uh so again the phone number to call is 330-536-1466 or 330-KEN-1-GOOD don't dial the d uh it'll mess up but yeah uh give us a call we'll be doing open phones all night i'm trying to get mort uh, for my old band to call in, um, uh, but uh, he's not, he's not responding because we're, I, I'm I'm gonna get together with them and do uh, uh, a mini reunion on New Year's Eve, and they've been reaching out to the fans and seeing what songs they wanted me to do with them. So um, I've finally settled on three. So, uh, but anyway, so you're gonna be doing music on New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah, we're gonna, gonna hit a talk. party and then we're gonna go. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go sing uh, on some songs. I'm not gonna play guitar. Uh, uh, I'm too out of practice, to, and and I don't feel okay. like lugging That's lugging awesome, any though. equipment because we'll probably take an Uber. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sorry, is that New just Year's. Sounded funny to me. It is New Year's. Uh, Uber, so, you're my groupie van. There you go. I, uh, <laughs> roadie van. So, roadie. Uh, That's 
See, I am such a nerd. Derpy I don't even really... know all this stuff. Yeah. I'm sure if Bob just heard that he was rolling his eyes so hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're, or my chauffeur. I, I'd be like a rock star. Um, so, uh, all it's right. Uber Ooh. X or Uber Plus, isn't it? I don't even know. I, I couldn't I tell know. you. So, uh, 419 area code. I think I knew who this is, but I don't want to make assumptions. Hello. Hello, Kenny. It's Sheila. Oh, it's Sheila. I was wrong. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm fine getting over a cold. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. Well, hey, welcome to the program. Uh, I'm so glad you were able to call. We've. Uh, what do you think? We got a new phone number. That's cool. <laughs> Very I haven't good. been I haven't been in the chat because I, my husband usually grabs the computer, so I have to listen on my iPod. <laughs> well, now you can at least listen to partially on your phone when you call in. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, hi. I'm so sorry to hear you're sick. Uh, yeah, go ahead and say hi to Rain and Joe. Hi, Rain. Hi, Joe. Hi, Sheila. You getting ready hi. for Sunday or Monday night? Yeah, well, I'm going to be celebrating Christmas tomorrow with my dad. Oh, okay. nice! Are you Very traveling? Nice. No, they live here. They live here in Mansfield too. So. Oh, okay. And then um, we're probably spending Christmas with Lou's uh, sister or his family. Haven't heard from them yet, though. Okay. Things well, are up in the air. And, um, yeah, and then we'll probably go. Um, uh, the Christmas, not Christmas, but the, the day before New Year's Eve, go spend time with my mom. So are, you're in Mansfield, Ohio? Yes. I had no idea. That's why I, I was, when you called, I saw the area code and thought you might be cat. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, we should hook up at uh, Grandpa's Cheese Barn sometime. Meet halfway. There you go. So, <laughs> there. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a stone's throw away from Mansfield. How good is the cheese? Wait. Uh, go ahead, Joe. I was going to ask Sheila. She's excited about the the, uh, new Doctor Who on Monday night. Uh, Yes and no. Okay. What are you not? What are you? You have reservations. I'm not looking forward to watching um, Capaldi regenerate. He's become my favorite doctor. Oh, wow. And I'm one of the few, um, it's not that it's a woman, it's the woman they picked. I'm, uh, not, really, I'm not really into Jodie Whittaker. I saw uh, her on um, Broadchurch, and she really didn't impress me. Hmm. Mm. I, I saw the American version was, of that, whatever it was called. I didn't see the, uh, I didn't see the British version. Yeah. Well, um, I watched it on BBC. I, I tried to watch it on BBC America, but mm-hmm. I just couldn't get into it. It was rather... I watched a couple episodes, and I was like, no. <laughs> if you watch Broadchurch on the British version, you need to watch the subtitles, because you cannot understand <laughs> David Tennant. Yeah, you can't Yeah, you can't understand a lot of them. <laughs> I bet I can. Yeah. I'll bet you could, <laughs> but I can't. I have to have the closed caption on there you go. Do you ever hear? But uh, I'm looking forward to it, uh, uh, Sheila. I, I, I am, and I, I share your oh, your I'm feelings on Capaldi. I'm looking forward to watching the episode. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to, to watching the episode. Like I said, I'm just not ready for you know to see him go yet. 
And yeah. like I said, I, I, I was hoping um, there was another actress on Broadchurch, um, Olivia, and I can't think of her last name. Mm. The, she was um, David Tennant's partner. Oh, yeah, I know, I know who you mean. One. Yeah, sure. I thought yeah. she would have made a better doctor. Well, you know, in honor of... In, I was just going to say, in honor of uh, Peter Capaldi resigning and, of course, the fact that uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi has come out, I think we need uh, Peter Capaldi explaining Star Wars from uh, the show The Thick of It. So uh, yes. a, uh, here you go. This is I love this. What's that film that you love? What film? The one about the fucking hairdresser, the space hairdresser and the cowboy. The guy's he's got a tinfoil pal and a pedal bin. His father's a robot and he's fucking fucked his sister. Lego. They're all made of fucking Lego. Star Wars. That's the one, right. It's like that, okay. I'm gonna fucking kill all the bad guys. And you'll be able to blow up the big Death Star. The Death Star yeah. thing. Yes. Then you can go and live happily ever after on the planet of the teddy bears. Yeah, there he walks. There he walks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> teddy bears. He's got the tinfoil pal on a pedal bin. So. <laughs> oh, that's a good. It, it, there, there's this channel on YouTube, mm-hmm. and somebody took clips from Star, all the Star Wars movies, the first three Star Wars movies. Yeah. And they put them together with, um, they put voiceovers from the thick of it. Capaldi, Capaldi's character, Malcolm Tucker, over Darth Vader. So oh, whenever nice. Darth Vader shows up, it's Malcolm Tucker's voice yeah. coming out. Wow. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, we've got a... Okay, uh, that's I, something I to look into. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. called, it's called Scott's Wars. What? <laughs> I'll have to watch that tonight. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm sure Darth Vader wouldn't be pleased with what? that. Yeah. Uh, Probably not. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, very good. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Sheila, it, we're, we're getting to the top of the hour. This is good. I'm glad uh, we got a call and we got to talk a little bit of TV and stuff. Uh, anything else uh, before uh, we let you go on your merry, merry way? Well, I just want to say happy Christmas, happy new year, and may the force be with you. All right, very good. Sheila, thank you so much uh, for calling in. Good to hear your voice again. Uh, feel better, and happy holidays to you and all your family. Okay, guys, take care. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, oh, oops. that makes me so happy. Sheila's yeah. one of the biggest clown car fans ever. Oh, I should have gotten her opinion on mine. So. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she loved. In fact, I oh, might I have her opinion. Oh, yeah, I think I think she. Yeah, she did mention it. She she said I did a good job. So thank you, thank you. I, I tough, good job. tough no. act to follow, Mr. Santorsa. He's a funny Great. dude. He's a funny dude. I loved dude. it. I thought it was brilliant. Well, I, I really. <laughs> it was inspired. Was, it was inspired, and I, I wanted to make it a logical continuation of the clown cars that had come before. So uh, I, I like writing in continuity. You know. All right, well, everybody hang tight. We're going to go ahead and uh, run to break, but we'll be loaded for bear. We'll be able to take a few more calls uh, next break. Um, uh, Not next break, next segment. Huh? I just said, oh, my God. Cat just broke some news for me. Oh, okay. Well, we'll let you lead with that when you come back. How about that? Oh, okay. Or do you want to do it now? Go ahead and do it now. No, i got to look into it. Okay, all right. Uh, 
<laughs> All right. look into it, but it's kind of breaking. Rain's going to look into it. We'll be right back right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of metal and monsters of rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Do you know what he's talking about? Hmm. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to, to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. I answered the phone uh, right before we came back from break because I think I might know who this is. Calling right now, 216 area code. Is this who I think it is? Hey, this is Mort Treehorn. Oh, from, everybody! <laughs> from? I mean, baby, this is Mort Treehorn from Kill the Hippies. There we go. All right. Uh, let's give a little fanfare. Ladies and germs, to my best friend for, oh my God, almost 28 years, Mort Treehorn from Kill the Hippies. Hey, buddy, thanks for calling. We're, we're like brothers. We're like slightly estranged brothers or or first cousins either yeah. way we can't marry right yeah, mate. that's true we can't marry so because <laughs> uh, we're, we're already both married but we could marry if we weren't um uh, but anyway uh well, hold on one second mort uh, joe santors of scranton pennsylvania the electric city welcome back sir I'm not going to marry you either, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. It'll give it time. Uh, <laughs> Rain, <laughs> Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello, and welcome back. If y'all could be better tax breaks, I'll marry you and divorce Bob. Oh, okay. <laughs> that works. No, so, so Mort, uh, <laughs> thanks for calling in. I, I, uh, we just, this is the very Hi, first Mort. night of our brand new phone number. Yeah. Oh, it's nice breaking it in. Yeah, you're, I've heard this is what what punk rockers talk like. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! You'll you'll enjoy this. You know the guy who played uh, Vivian in uh, uh, the Young Ones. I am familiar. 
He plays Captain Peavy in the new uh, Star Wars movie. No shit, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and how Did bad? Can swear this early means? Uh, no fucking way. Don't fucking swear on my fucking show. All right, no swears. Yeah, what the fuck? Put a nickel in the jar. Don't say penis. Don't say penis in this house. Oh, that's right. He remembers that, too. So uh, I got I to gotta play that. <laughs> don't again. say oh. penis in this house. There we go. Uh, yeah, so so more. Th- this is kind of exciting. You, me, and uh, your, uh, your partner in crime, P.P. Envy in Kill the Hippies. And uh, what, what's your, your drummer's name again? Joey Pepperoni. Joey Pepperoni, everybody. Hey, Joey Pepperoni. Hey. Uh, <laughs> um, it's one of those guys who's got, who's got a stage name, Joey Pepperoni, and yet his actual name is Joey Victor. So it's screw oh, that guy. Okay. Could have been Joey Victory. Uh, so <laughs> Joey Victory. Hey, we win them all. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I, I just you know said to you on Facebook because we were talking about this. Uh, I'm going to be doing a few songs with you on New Year's at uh, Now That's Class in Cleveland, Ohio. Yes. So we're, I don't know. I just kind of got a wild, uh, harebrained idea to say, hey, why don't I invite myself to sing at your show? And you said, okay. <laughs> It, well, it changed everything, actually, because uh, we're we're also playing the, the New Year's show, and we're really trying not, you know, we made a habit of playing the Manus back in the day twice a week. Yeah. And um, we thought to ourselves, well, you know, let's try to do this once a month. And so we got asked to do um, uh, the, uh, the Christmas, they do a thing called the 12 Assholes of Christmas. Nice. And uh, so we play Christmas Day. Um, and that's fun. So we're like, we're, we're thinking like, well, let's do our side part. Let's, let's do Meanderthal because we got to have to do New Year's Eve. And we're like, that's too much. Yeah. And the minute I heard from you, um, we are like, cool, this will be different. This could be possibly a different band. So we were actually planning on, I mean, having you sing in some of these songs. I know Joey asked me about you a lot and was like, oh. the, you're going to get a guy who sings all those those old songs. And of course, he's he's naming stuff off the cassettes, yeah. and so um, like, oh, he's going to do what he's comfortable with and what he feels like doing. Um, but I, I, he's going to be stoked about it. It's going to make it a little different. It's sort of like, yeah, let's do this twice, and we're going to try to, uh, you know, Peepy and me are going to try to um, learn some more some more older songs that don't play too often that night yeah. too, uh, so people don't hear the same set list. Well, there's a pretty vast catalog of songs from over the years, so, and obviously yeah. a, a large portion of stuff that you haven't played in a long time because a I sang on it, or b uh, it's <laughs> just, you've just been writing newer uh, and kind of more exciting stuff, uh, you know. So, but the old uh, stuff stands uh, the test of time, you know. It, it does. I think so. I'm, I'm really excited to do blast back with the bomb. Yeah, that's a good that's one. That's going to be really fun. We that song is essentially... Oh, you know what? I'll play that on the, on the show tonight. Um, I, mm-hmm. uh, But yeah, that song is about, uh, essentially about the uh, Trump voters. Before I knew that they mm-hmm. would be Trump voters. <laughs> well, that's um, the fun thing about those songs. There's so much vitriol and hatred in those old songs. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, like, I mean, some of it was just <laughs> stuff, stuff against people who I'm now friends with. 
or, or like, you know, the point where I didn't even understand just how bad life would fuck me in the end. And, um, <laughs> and how, how many new, more powerful enemies I would find and how, uh, <laughs> people who, people I thought were my enemies were actually just kind of stuck in the same, same bucket. We we're just vicious sure. fish fighting each other. Yeah. I still um, hate them all. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, screw those guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, screw those guys. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but th- but that's what's what we were talking about. Is like, is like, you know, if you want to retool any of this, mm-hmm. and it's vitriol. I mean, it's, I mean, it's negative music that, that we make, but sometimes you have to be. How do you how do you fight these forces? Well, like Johnny Lydon said, anger is an energy. Um, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, what the fuck, everybody? But, yeah, mate, that's true. <laughs> oh yeah, you're you're fall, you're slipping. Uh, yeah, our our listener our listener Peter in San Francisco who has a lovely British accent is probably wincing every time you do that. So uh, oh god, he even, he's probably just like trying to figure out what the hell kind of accent that is. <laughs> he sounds kind of like he's southern and slow. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, actually, I might have an appropriate clip to to play. Um, and let me see, where is it? Come on. Uh, oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, he's probably probably saying something along these lines right now uh, about you. You're a complete bastard and we'll hate you. There you go. So, uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of Vivian. So, anyway, well, Mort, thanks for calling in. Uh, give us, a, a, everybody, a quick rundown. This is it. Now That's Class on uh, New Year's Eve, which will be a Sunday, obviously. Um, yes. And do you know any of the other bands on the lineup with Kill the Hippies? Oh, I should have researched this. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not quite sure. <laughs> That's all right. There are also other bands. <laughs> there are there are also other bands. I think Cotton Ponies is playing. I, I could look it up real quick. Actually, no. no, no um, we we, we got to we got to get moving on because Rain had some some okay, news to break. Okay. But uh, I'll give some. Uh, I'll give. Uh, people uh, uh some info on it a little bit later um but yeah thank you for calling in uh, don't be a stranger every tuesday and friday 7 to 10 p.m eastern save this number hey thanks for having me on ken i miss you i miss you too buddy we'll be talking to you real soon though awesome can't wait all right bye-bye Bye. so uh all right everybody yay mort called in so uh hey, yeah so uh <laughs> I'm sorry, rapid fire here. I don't know if uh, he's still there or not, but Adam was calling in as well. But Rain, you, uh, yeah, it looks like we didn't get Adam. Uh, we'll, we'll get him when he calls back. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, uh, Rain, what was, did you uh, clarify what the news was that was? Uh... Well, the news was for those that watch The Crown, Kat brought in and said that Olivia Coleman is going to play the Queen in seasons three and four. Um, yesterday, I found out that the people who play the Queen and Prince Philip were they're out of the series after this season. And okay. um, this is really nerdy stuff. But the thing is, is that um, this means that the Crown is coming back for two more seasons from everything that I'm seeing. Kat, I know, said I, I don't have a confirmation, but. The Queen is now going to be played by um, Olivia Coleman. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited because I really love The Queen or The Crown. I love that the show. Crown. I really, really love the show. It's beautiful. It's 
anyway, this really wasn't breaking news. I got really excited for no reason. Uh, it's it's hey, it's your passion. We're talking <laughs> about Star Wars and Doctor Who and all kinds of stuff. So um, yeah, why not? So, uh, but this is kind of exciting. Well, there you it's go. Kind of exciting, and um, yes. Excellent. Well, it looks like uh, we got Mr. Adam Hebert on the line with us right now. Hello, buddy. Hello. Sorry about that. I didn't know, you know, with the delay and whatnot, I didn't know no, it's if fine. I was getting in the way of Mort or not. So, sorry about that. Nope. Sorry, Mort. You're good. You're good. No, I, I, it's, uh, it is totally cool. All right. What's going on with you? Eh, nothing much. Uh, we'll be going Christmas shopping on Friday, whether or not wants to or not. Last but, minute. Uh, Nicole... I tried to tell her about that, but <laughs> I'm just an idiot. Uh, no, you're well, not an idiot. Don't beat yourself up. Um, seriously, what? You, you only can I'm do I'm what you can do. You're not an idiot. Don't don't say that about yourself. Okay. Anyway, uh, what's going on? Well, first Please. of all, I want to say I I have to disagree with Sheila about the new doctor. I love Jodie Whittaker as um, as Beth in, in Broadchurch, although I do also believe that uh, Olivia Coleman would have been an amazing choice for a doctor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a huge fan well, of hers. I love what? her. Son- She's going to become the new queen. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. She, you know, I mean, you know, she was a she was hysterically funny in uh, Hot Fuzz as Doris Thatcher. I mean, yeah. so I, you know, like I said, I, I you know, I, I'm I optimistic. I didn't know that. Hot fuzz. No, what man? I saw the movie Hot Fudge. I didn't. I don't see. I'm bad with names. <laughs> hot fuzz. She was in Hot Fudge. She was in that though. Yeah, yeah not Hot she Fudge. Was, she but was wow. Hot fudge. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hot Fudge is more like a shark. No. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, you're gonna but make me do it. Or am I confusing it with that guy who did the zombie movie, the comedy yeah. zombie movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, uh, Shaun of, right? of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun yeah. of the Dead. Yeah. Okay, she was Got in it. that. Yeah. Yeah, she was. She ah. was the one lady cop in in the. You know, when they would talk about official police guidelines, they were supposed to use. You know labor because manpower is kind of sexist <laughs> okay you know so but uh i am very optimistic about jody whitaker's tenure and hey it, it's a temporary thing anyway i mean the doctor is always going to regenerate right if the ratings if the ratings go down they'll start looking they'll start, start knocking out other doors but i'm optimistic and i am determined to enjoy this just like i was determined to enjoy the last jedi despite the whining of all those hyper fans who complained about episode seven not taking chances and then complained that episode eight took too many chances and the and the i'm sorry it's great no thing spoilers. that we finally get oh. a female doctor who we're, we're finally getting a female doctor who yeah that's yes. a, that's where i i don't watch doctor who but i'm kind of happy about a female one so i gotta respect sheila because she is a super Who fan. She is. Um, She's a, a super Who fan and a super Who I'm sorry, Joe. Right, she says she's a super Who fan and a super clown car fan, I have to say. She is, but somebody's <laughs> got to break that glass ceiling. 
Yeah. You might yeah. Not like her. is is huh? a good actress to pick. And I said yeah. Jodie actress or Jodie Whittaker is a great actress for that choice to break that ceiling. But uh, anyway, since Joe meant who mentioned sharding down, I was. What? I think it was uh, Joe. Yeah, that, that was Joe. That's on well, you. Joe. You know who's you know who's doing angry sharts right now? Who? U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Nikki Haley because they just voted down our plan to move our embassy to Jerusalem. She said, "We're taking, we're taking names." You know. Oh, so so the, you know. I mean, it's like oh, I said no, wait, Saturday. Wait, wait. Wasn't it <clears throat> the um? No, we were the ones that vetoed. It was no. the UN, the UN Security Council, who said. I think to he's us, talking about something. Different. Oh, is it something different? No. Okay. The, we put the issue of the, the embassy before the uh, of our embassy moving to Jerusalem before the UN, and they right. said, "Ah, no." They said no. We said yes. Yeah. Everyone except okay. us voted no, and oh, she well, said, "We're yeah. taking names." She threatened them to get the. It's like. It's like they said Saturday, Kenny. I don't know if you li- if you were listening because I know you weren't feeling well, so uh, you know. But it's like I said, you know, Bob Seska was right. The GOP um, in the age of Trump, the GOP has become the party of assholes. They don't care about anything except being assholes. Well, getting back to the Jerusalem thing, what they were condemning was our our, our recognizing Jerusalem. As the unified right. capital of Israel, not moving our embassy. They're two separate. Oh, separate yeah, the things. article I read. The article I read said it was about moving it. No, they have no say in where we put our embassy. We put our embassy where we want. We don't put that up to a UN vote. Yeah, this was the, the UN, UN was condemning con- it, condemning our recognition of a unified Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, mm. which flies in the face of a two-state solution, since the Muslims believe that. East Jerusalem should be their capital in a proposed Palestinian state. That is a different thing than moving our cap, our, our embassy, which we can do at any time in theory. However, the physical aspect of moving that and securing uh, a place for it and building it would take maybe five years. Yeah. So that's, that's, you don't just move an embassy. It's not like a trailer. You hook up to a pickup truck and move it. <laughs> right, right. No, I know. I mean, there, there are security issues. Yeah, well, but the UN is, has a mind on my stupid. Yeah, the UN this is saying that. The, the, here's the exact. This is. Just real quick, this is from the New York Times. First paragraph, it says, Punctuating America's increasing international uh, isolation, the United uh, Nations Security Council demanded on Monday that the Trump administration rescind its decisions to recognize uh, Jerusalem as Israel's capital and to put the United States embassy there. So they're, they're saying they don't like either one, but... Joe's right. They don't have a say in where we put the embassy, but you know, it's it's right. kind of, you know, they they're saying no, we don't like we don't like that one, and we don't like that one. So, right. well, but I think it's also very telling the- that Nikki. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I think it's very telling and damning that Nikki Haley was basically trying to bully people into siding with us. Mm. You know, as someone who was bullied throughout elementary, middle, and high school, the trifecta, I I could tell you this. 
bullies aren't loved, you know, and there will be payback for this. You know, what, mm-hmm. it's bullies love picking on people until the per- people they pick on finally say, you know what, fuck you and take a swing. Yeah. Um, and then well, they shut up for a good long time. I think Rain? it should be mentioned that I think it should be mentioned that um, the United States, along with France, Russia, China, is it the UK? And J- there's like five people, five countries who they have. If they veto it, everything's shot down. Well, you only need one veto in the Security Council, and. Ours was a veto. So it's it was the Security Council, right? So who's right. in the Security Council? Well, Russia, China, the United States, France, Britain. I mean, it's those I don't know. five. It's the big there's five. Fifth, there's any one of them can veto, and one veto ends ends the uh, ends the, everything. The, 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 the vote. Right. It was enough. fourteen to one. Yeah. yeah, but of the Security Council. Of the big yeah, fight. and I think Teresa Teresa only- May called him and told him point blank that you are going against everything we've hoped to achieve as far as a two states. Where did Russia vote? She clear that the British are not happy with the French are not happy. Nobody nobody's happy with this. The right. Egyptians the are not happy with this. What they're trying to make of those big five, I think that it was only the United States that. It vetoed it, and well, it only takes for it. it. It only takes one. If any one do, of those do members, do you guys see? Do you guys understand where I'm going at? I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, what I'm trying to say is that Russia was like, "Yeah, United States, no, leave leave Jerusalem alone. Nope, mm-hmm. don't do that." Right. It's well, kind of a big deal now, because now Putin gets deal. to play the hero. Putin gets to play the hero. He wants to be the savior of white European culture. You know, I, so now I'm not he gets sure to play if I'm the with hero. you on that because that that would mean that China does, and France does, yeah. and Germany does, and you know I'm not sure about that. I I, I want to flip well, this China around. Wants it, to be, it, it makes the United States look really bad. Oh, it doesn't uh, yeah, make anybody look like a hero. Well, what what Ken just read in the New York Times, with that Unless paragraph started off with something, but it, it further isolates the United States of America. Yeah. yeah. The par- the pulling out of the Paris Accords, pulling out of the Paris Accords isolates us, pulling out of TPP isolates us, pulling out of NAFTA isolates us, and now recognizing Jerusalem as the unified capital of Israel isolates us yeah. in the international but community. Isn't, isn't that how an abusive spouse does that sort of stuff? They isolate the person they're abusing so they can't get help. They're trying to cut us off from the world yeah. in the hopes that, you know... You know, yeah. in the hopes that, you know, because they know that, you know, the world hates Trump. They see him for what he is, a threat to world stability. And, you know, I'm like, you know, if he if he goes rogue, guys, please invade us. Well, you know. yeah. And, what? Wait. No. <laughs> uh, I'm. Uh, you, you, lo- you, you lost yeah, me. Yeah, I, 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 you kind of lose me there, too. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't want to get too hot and heavy into this uh, right now because I, I do want to... Uh, we're going to have to get going to the Green News Report here uh, momentarily as right, well. Right. But um, uh, a- any any happier note you would like to leave us on, Adam? <laughs> uh, are you trying to lead me in a particular direction? or? Uh, well, uh, Star Wars, I don't know. 
Okay, I wasn't sure. That's what I thought. Uh, I enjoyed The Last Jedi. It made some narrative decisions that I personally am like, okay, where are they going with this? But I think it's a solid entry into the Star Wars franchise, and all those angry Star Wars nerds need to shut up and get out of my fandom. Oh, okay. and long live Porks! Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, do you know what he's talking about? You know what he's talking about? <clears throat> Porgs. High in protein. <laughs> Midichlor- for a midichlorian rich diet, eat porg. Uh, <laughs> anyway, well, Adam, thanks for calling. Uh, we'll talk more, obviously, about uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi on uh, your program this coming weekend. Um, but, uh, yes. yeah, thanks for being on, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Okay, thanks for having me. Bye, guys. All right. Bye-bye, Adam. Happy holidays. Yeah, yeah happy holidays. Thank you. Enjoy. All right. Yes. All right. Bye bye. I will. Say bye. All right. Uh, whew. Oh, hot and heavy. So <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and uh, uh, get running to. We'll go a little bit uh, early to break. Hey, uh, we, I guess we're not doing reverse call in because people are calling in all night. It's great. But yeah, we're going to take a bunch more calls. We'll get to name calling, find out who's in chat. What a magnificent, glorious chat room we have tonight. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I better get my mad sharp on my Mad Libs pencil. Keep forgetting to ask people for suggestions, so we'll just do those in the chat um, uh, for now, like we always do. But anywho, let's go ahead and uh, hit the break and listen to the Green News Report. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. All of us need to stop focusing on the lobbyists and the bloggers and the talking heads on radio. And KennyPick.com. Ah, banana oil. It's Tuesday, December 19, 2017. It was not a happy week in Atlanta's airport. Atlanta airport blackout exposes serious vulnerabilities in nation's transportation systems. Fast-growing winter wildfire in California, now third largest in state history. Study finds climate change already wreaking havoc on our weather. Plus... The first duty of our government is to serve its citizens. Unless that requires acknowledging climate change, which Trump just removed from the list of national security threats. All of those not-yet-removed threats and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. To seize the opportunities of the future, we must first understand the failures of the past. I'm thinking we must first understand the failures of the present, Mr. President. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, what went wrong at the Atlanta airport. Well, that is still under investigation, but electricity has been restored to Atlanta's Hartsfield Jackson International Airport, one of the nation's busiest airports, after that blackout on Sunday trapped travelers on planes and in airport terminals for 11 hours, mm. triggering cascading cancellations of nearly 1,200 flights. Officials say that an electrical fire at an underground Georgia Power Electrical facility seems to have knocked out both the 
the airport's main power and its backup electrical system, which was located in the same facility. Atlanta Mayor Kasim Reed on Monday said a full investigation is underway. There is no evidence to suggest that the fire was caused deliberately. Even so, we're taking this matter extremely seriously uh, and making sure uh, that after this fire event occurred, uh, that the airport is safe and secure. Seems like having all of the electronics, including the backups, in one place is not very safe or secure. That's right, and national security experts agree with you. They warn that the airport blackout incident highlights the fragility of the U.S. transportation system where a single failure at a single airport in a single southeastern city had cascading economic and logistical ripple effects that went across the entire system. Mm, And the entire nation. In California, the Thomas Fire in coastal Ventura County has now grown to become the third largest wildfire fire in state history. The massive fire has spread now to Santa Barbara County, prompting new evacuations. More than 8,000 firefighters are battling the blaze that has now been burning for more than two weeks, driven by high winds and drought, and that's already destroyed nearly 800 homes. And not just in California, the 2017 wildfire season may go down as the worst on record globally, with unusually high fire levels in many parts of the world, with extensive and severe fires occurring in Chile, the Mediterranean, Russia, the U.S., Canada, and even Greenland. According to scientists at the American Geophysical Union Conference this week, this year's total burned area globally is about three times the average acreage burned over the last decade. Wow. Meanwhile, back in 2015, President Obama called climate change a national security threat in his annual national security strategy. Climate change constitutes a serious threat to global security, an immediate risk to our national security. And make no mistake, it will impact how our military defends our country. I miss that guy. Uh, (laughs) By the way... It's already having that impact, obviously, if you look at all of the storms and all of the fires that we've had uh, in just the past few months. Indeed. But in a major break with U.S. military leaders, President Donald Trump on Monday removed climate change from that list of threats to the nation in the annual national security strategy. Because, of course, he did. Yep. Of course, removing climate change from the list does not magically make it go away. Just last week, Trump signed the National Defense Authorization Act. Act, containing a large section in which current and former U.S. military leaders warn of the threat that climate change poses to national and international security. So one day he signs a document that says climate change is a grave threat to national security. Two days later, climate change is not a grave threat to national security. Exactly. Not insane at all. Finally, right on cue, researchers writing in the Bulletin of the American Meteorological Society analyzed 27 extreme weather events that occurred around the world in 2016. They found that human-caused climate change was a significant driver for 21 of them, from extreme heat events to record coral bleaching to extreme rainfall events and flooding disasters. The researchers said the 21 events almost certainly would not have occurred without man-made global warming. And the insanity continues. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. 
I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. The more you ignore me, the closer I get. You're wasting your time. The more you Hi, this is Tim. And this is Joe. We want to wish all of you the happiest of holidays from the Tim Cormall Show. And from IndieMediaWeekly.com. And an important safety tip, drink responsibly and under no circumstances allow Ted Cruz to drive you home. Because we wouldn't want any of you to be found in the clown car this holiday season. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm -hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Well, I better play back the whole thing. Yeah. I speak Tatooine and honky. (laughs) Uh, Here. See what you can do with them. I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. Of course, uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Hi, LLC. LLC. That's right. <laughs> uh, Legal Liability Corporation. And uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello, Rain, LLC. Oh, okay. Excellent. Can he pick? It just. G O O. Can one G O <laughs> I don't think you get the pass through re- uh, uh, relief for that. Uh, no, I no, I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, so let's go ahead and uh, get to uh, Joe. Would you like to do uh, name calling tonight? Yeah, I could do that. All right, let's uh, let's rev up your jingle. Here. To Scranton with me, the place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm gonna have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's gonna be a bumpy one. <laughs> we can jam and joke your lives. Better kid, don't you like clowns? All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go, Joe. Okay, okay, biscuits we have. We yeah. have twenty-eight biscuits. Twenty-eight Biscuit. biscuits tonight. That's a Delicious lot of biscuits. biscuits. <laughs> yes, we start with Adam Hebert, Broke Hammer, Caitlin, Chris, Francie, the Ed McMahon of the Tim Cormall Show, Jay Collie, Cat. Kenny Pick, Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. See you tomorrow for dinner. Okay, that sounds fun. Cool black dude, Joey. KT Kaser, living on Long Island. Michelle in South Florida. Those cookies are fabulous. I know. Oh, I got the package yesterday. By the and way, and she, my wife said, look at how she. Pack these. She's so good at packing. I said, yeah, not a broken cookie in the bunch. It was so professional. Oh, 
so professional. Yeah. And we hid them in the freezer. No one gets them but us. There. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I've been very restrained with mine because I want Kenny Pick Sr. to be able to try some of them tomorrow. So. Uh, well, Thank you, Miles I, uh, Michelle, by yeah. the way. I could give a shit about my family. I'm eating them all myself. Anyway. <laughs> Miles in South Florida, who probably enjoys those cookies more often than we do. Uh, Moon Mare. Nova Moonlight, Peter in San Francisco, Presnit. Hi, Rain. I'm in your basement doing this. Well, my dog is eating your face then. Uh, that's right. <laughs> well, I always have a dog in my face, no matter where I am. Uh, Scoopster, Scooter Cans, Theo J, my buddy and boss, Tim Coromal, yeah. and Trojan Rabbit. And that rounds out our full roster of 28 partiers tonight. Wow. That is, that what is a yeah. lovely room. You got to be careful when the when the dog is done with the done eating the soft parts of your face. And he gets to the crunchy parts and it's all oh. over. All over from there, pal. So, he'll uh, choke on my teeth. <laughs> uh, all right. Yo, very good. Yo, very did good. I ever tell you what my dog Duke did to my mother's dentures. Oh, oh. I heard. I heard. No, I didn't hear that. All right, Kenny, do we have time? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, my mom came to stay a couple of years ago, two years ago, and it was a lovely visit. And she came upstairs and she was watching TV, and I came downstairs to check the internet, and I heard Duke crunching on something. Oh. Uh-huh. And Duke was crunching on my mother's dentures. Oh. Yowza. Oh, oh. That's costly. <laughs> there could have there yeah. could have been a really funny photo op if you took it at just the right moment. Uh, yeah, it could have been hysterical, except it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, in retrospect, it might be a little funny, but at the time, it probably was. Oh my god! Oh, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. My mom. My mom. She um she's my mother. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. But you no, know, she's my mother and she's not like she's not the most I... All right, I'm just going to put it out there everybody. My mom was really happy because she hated her dentures. Oh no. Oh yeah? Yes, she hated them. So okay. she's been without she's been without dentures for 2 years. So why didn't she give them to Duke earlier? <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just, I have some, my family. My I love my mother, but there are some issues. Mm. So now when I go up, I'm like, Mom. So what's going on with those dentures? And she's like, Well, your son ate them, and I don't have to worry about them anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, you aren't could, they about? Aren't they a voluntary I, kind of thing? Like you don't have to wear. I'm laughing more at the your son ate them. Uh, you have part. them. You don't there's your pay. son ate them, and there is the fact that my mom is like, I don't want to pay for them anymore. Yeah, they're expensive. That's an expensive chew toy. That is. I know. I offered to repay them. Well, actually, I offered to repay them after I offered to re. Well, now, here's the thing. We did reglue them. Okay, I I was gonna ask, but I was afraid. No, don't don't be afraid of asking me anything ever. 
No, but we tried to re-glue them, and it, it just it didn't work well. No. It, it's just my mother did that once with her dentures. And oh, um, you see, she tried to fix her own dentures, and I don't know why, but she did. And then she went to the dentist because they didn't quite fit anymore. <laughs> and the dentist looked at them and said, what butcher have you been going to? Oops. <laughs> I'm really happy I shared this story because it yeah. makes me realize I'm not the only family who went through this. Oh, no. See? No. Hey, I come from a family who took took my great-grandfather out of a coffin, propped him up, and took a family photo because they didn't have one. Oh, my God. I love your family. Wow. That's dedication. I have the photo. I have the photo, too. That is to dedication right there. It's so. family togetherness and in death. Family. Yeah. Till death to his part sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, wow. Yeah, that's a, it's a, you know, um, that's, that was a it, tooth that's tooth one to grow yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, I get the feeling you had nothing else to say. Like, I got to come up with something. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, I'm just. This yeah, is, this is weird that's as hell. one to grow on. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Jason Bateman. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and... Uh, uh, Happy Christmas, turn up the night. Yeah. I didn't see any birthdays out there or anything. So anyway, uh, we'll uh, open the phones here. Um, uh, well, you know, it, let, let's do this. Let's do this as a little treat for everybody. I know it's on the Tim Caramel Show, but I was kind of proud of it. Um and uh, w- uh, let let's let everybody hear the clown car I did for twelve seventeen. Oh, good. Uh, so uh, so here we go, everybody. Uh, it's about five minutes long. So hold your calls, hold your calls. Are you ready for the uh, the to start up the clown car, there, Kenny? Uh, I think so. I think we should be good. I I've been uh, checking the struts. It looks like we're all right. Uh oh, I bet you they're worn out. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So let's go down in the uh, clunker garage. All right. Well, you know, it's almost Christmas time. And I'm sure many of you are having a hard time finding that last minute stocking stuffer for the Trump cultists in your life. Now, Joe told you about the Black Friday and Cyber Money clown car gift shop a couple weeks ago. But there have been some last minute items that are must-haves for that special right-wing lunatic you hold near and dear to right. your heart. <laughs> right. As we learned last week in last week's clown car update, Donald Denture, or Trump had a little snafu with his lower plate while reading a speech Benjamin Net- Net- uh, Netanyahu gave him as an early Hanukkah gift. <laughs> uh, an anonymous source has revealed that the dental disaster occurred after Trump unknowingly mixed up his polygrip and preparation age. Oh, <laughs> oh that's right. Yeah. He, uh, that numbs you. Yeah, the, 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 the switcheroo caused Trump's gums to shrink and sealed up his rectum, causing him to slur his speech and be more full of shit than usual. <laughs> and I stretch. Yes. I might have a little. Uh, and I did stretch. Yeah, right. we all were. <laughs> um, Acting quickly, the pharmaceutical industry, with uh, FDA approval, has rushed a new untested product onto the market. What is this new product, you ask? It's called Preparation D. Hemorrhoids acting up? Hemorrhoids acting up? Dentures loose? No problem. Now there's one tube for both holes. 
That's consolidation. The cutting edge science of Preparation D provides anti-inflammatory relief on your tush and secure denture grip on your chompers. Preparation D, good on the gums, good on the bum. Yeah, let, yeah, let, me, let me give you this. You will be love my bunghole. For I am the great cornholio. I need uh. kippy for my bunghole. <laughs> Speaking of pains in the ass, <laughs> Roy Moore. <laughs> Roy Moore has realized that he won't be able to collect a government paycheck that would ultimately lead, uh, lead to a cushy lobbying job. So, inspired by his uh, recent humiliating defeat in the Alabama special election, he's decided to become an entrepreneur. Oh, okay. On the advice, uh, yeah, on the advice of his extremely pleasant wife Kayla oh. and their. <coughs> lawyer. <laughs> He's a genius. Introducing his new line of butthurt pads. <laughs> Roy Moore butthurt pads will help ease the pain of stunning defeats and rough rides on your horse. Right. <laughs> Roy Moore butthurt pads come in four handsome styles flannel, denim, burlap, and black leather with a matching tiny vest. <laughs> They're classy and sassy. <laughs> Another pharmaceutical mi miracle has also been announced for over-the-counter consumption. Introducing Shamex. Shamex has been genetically engineered from the DNA of Sarah Huckabee Sanders. <laughs> Have you ever had a hard time telling a big fat lie? Have you ever had a problem intimidating the free press with baseless attacks? Have you ever turned your back on multiple women that have accused your boss of sexual assault? Well, simply take one Shamex pill a day and you have no problem whatsoever being a hypocrite, liar, turncoat, traitor, or just a horrible human being. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, all, all regret and remorse will be permanently suppressed and when someone inevitably asks you have you no shame you can reply with with confidence no i use shamex right <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh one last uh, one one other last minute uh, suggestion for awesome. you uh, for all yeah, your trump awesome. call shopping needs the omarosa manigault exit interview <laughs> <yet. laughs> each kit <laughs> Includes several non-disclosure agreements, a helmet, and ten Roy Moore butthurt pads to cushion your landing when you are physically ejected from your job. Right. Happy holidays and happy shopping. Right. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh. I have some last-minute items I need to pick up. Yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, let me give you the... Uh... Uh. Yes, yes, yes. That was awesome. And, uh, of course, we, we cannot go without a boom shakalaka, <laughs> boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka, and boom boom shakalaka goes right there. There, there we go. <laughs> a great inspiration from Mr. Santorsa to do that. So yeah, thank you. Right. All right, there it was everybody. Oh, that so. was so funny, and I, I, I tell you, I was. I was laughing so hard I was crying when I was listening to the show the other day. <laughs> that was that was hilarious. I thought Francie was going to have a stroke. Oh, uh, Francie was having a good time. That is for sure. Oh, so. <laughs> I'll never forget some of the ones I did. She likes a lot of toilet jokes. I, I, I noticed. Sure. But, uh, you noticed yeah, that just yeah. now? Really? So do I. Oh yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> that was that was I thought she was gonna really stroke out on you. I think I started a fire in the in this chat room. Because uh, I teased a story about my mother and a squirrel narking her out. Um. And um, maybe I owe the chat an explanation. <laughs> uh, maybe know. so, yeah. Do that Well, we... Uh, uh, let me give out the number one more time, but it, it, is it uh, long or, or just, get, just a uh, minute? No, not too, too long. <laughs> I, I'm going to record it for this, this special where... Oh, <laughs> that's right. But, but yeah, so... Uh, but, uh, I, I, could, I could tease it. Yeah, I could tease it. Oh, yeah, yeah, tease it. Yeah, you don't want to give that whole thing away because i got to record my story, too, so keep forgetting about oh. that. But, um, but yeah, go ahead and give a little bit of a tease there. Well, basic, basically, my mother was a, a very – she used to bake for Christmas and Easter, but Christmas especially. And she she baked homemade bread for my grandmother's recipe and all this stuff. And she, she also made a, a sausage bread, which is a bread with sausage filling and cheese. And Anyway – um, Sounds delicious. She was a perfectionist about this bread. I'm, I'm, my aunt, who lived upstairs and was never married, was also a person who came through the Depression and never believed in wasting any food, no matter how bad or good it was. You don't waste food. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, my mother, though, with her bread, if it didn't look like it came out of a, a you know, Norman Rockwell painting, she would throw it away and do it over. It had to look perfect oh. as well as taste. Yes. It had to have a shine to it. She used to put egg on it. It was something. Had to be a work of art. Anyway, one day she made a batch of bread for Christmas, and it came out kind of flat and ugly. It was taste or fine. So she, th- my aunt says, don't you dare throw that away. Don't you dare throw that away. My aunt says. <laughs> you dare throw that away she said we will eat it they will eat it and okay okay carmella i won't throw it away so she took the bread when my aunt wasn't looking and put it out in the trees in the backyard for the squirrels she she just threw the bread out there she figured nobody's nobody that's She'll never know. And she made other bread when my aunt was at work. And when my aunt came home, she didn't know the difference. My mother told her she put the bread in the freezer and don't worry about it. So we're all assembled in our dining room on Christmas Day. Okay? And there's this big picture window in our dining room that overlooked the driveway of the convent next door. For any millennials listening, that's like a big screen TV that... You can watch the outside, yeah, was. A, like oh like a God. flat screen only with real high definition. Yeah, oh, real high definition. Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> and we're sitting there, and just sitting there eating, and my mother, and all of a sudden, a loaf of bread is being dragged down the driveway, in full view of everybody dining, by a squirrel. <laughs> And my mother looks up in horror, seeing her sausage bread being dragged down the driveway. Squirrel, my aunt, if she looks out the picture window, is going to know she threw it out. And Don't look out so that window! Don't look out that window. She, got a, she sprang from, My mother sprang from the table and shut those curtains <gasps> and put on the light <laughs> instead. And my aunt says, what are you doing? And she 
peeked out the window and she goes, you threw out that bread. <gasps> and my mother said, no, no, no. She goes, that squirrel stole it. That squirrel stole it? <laughs> yes. The squirrel was, was accused trying- of a crime that it did not commit. Yes, but we never caught it. Oh, my God. <laughs> she got knocked out by a squirrel. You need tiny little could- handcuffs for those. There going down the driveway with the squirrel. You know, <laughs> when we oh, were eating dinner Christmas Day. That's that's hysterical. Oh, and speaking of rodents and food, I retweeted um, Mall Santa at, at Sorta Bad today, and it has a picture of Trump drinking water, and it says, straight up, this is how a raccoon eats garbage. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Uh, that's Trump. Is. Is a, a, he's a trash panda in the White House. Yes, so. and I understand that Bob had a raccoon for a pet once. Oh, really? And they don't have salivary glands, as Bob tells me, so they have to soak <gasps> their food in water. You always have to have a bowl of water. They soak their food. So Trump soaks his Big Macs and Diet Pepsi before he yeah, eats them, right? That's what he's doing. Yeah, because Bob used sense. to give this. Bob used to give this raccoon Jello to be a smartass. So Trump <laughs> is really it, a raccoon. It would disappear in the water. <laughs> when he told that's funny the trump's a raccoon yeah trash trump. panda trash panda potus yeah try tiny little paws yeah. well yeah we've always referred to the dumpster fires uh you know raccoons are known to survive those um so <laughs> i guess uh but anyway it, we're almost out of time we won't be able to take any oh, calls jeez we ate it up with we ate bread. it up faster than that squirrel ate that loaf of sausage bread. Oh, uh, he, he did <laughs> in full view on our flat screen. Yeah. So, but uh, yes, on your on your old timey <laughs> flat screen, which is a, called a picture window. I'm sorry, millennials. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I thought um, you were going to also explain what a convent was. Yeah, well, so anywho, anywho, let's go. Let's go ahead and. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll run to break and uh, just cram in as many uh, uh, calls as we can next segment and maybe one or two into uh, the final segment. Or if you guys, I don't know, if you guys really want Mad Libs in the chat, uh, we'll put it to a vote. Uh, if you still want to do Mad Libs, we can. If there's a lot of folks that want to do it, uh, or we'll just keep doing uh, phone calls all night. We still have a lot of people in the chat room and a lot of regular listeners who haven't called in. Uh, so if you if you don't have it committed to memory or written down, the number is three three zero five three six one four six six or three three zero Ken one goo, uh, <laughs> goo. Uh, or or it could be Ken one hun say oh oh hun um, oh hey baby yeah. baby honey you're so uh, sweet or Ken one you're go six <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what that means. So 330-536-1466. Do not call until I'm back on the air. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, <laughs> let us know what you think about Mad Libs. Um, tonight, if you want to do all open phones, we'll just keep going until the end of the night. If you have a funny story, you want to tell a, a funny family story, not necessarily just a Christmas story or anything, just anything like kind of like that. Uh, you know, or if you want to talk about what your plans are for Christmas or, or, you know, what you've been doing for Hanukkah, uh, uh, you know, anything, uh, sky's the limit. 
um, uh, you know, new uh, movie uh, TV show recommendations. I've been watching Ash versus Evil Dead on Netflix the first two seasons. Uh, <laughs> it's so gratuitously gory. It's not even funny. Uh, but hey, that's what Evil Dead was all about. Uh, but yeah, we're going to hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, the last hour of this Tuesday edition. Welcome back, Open Phones. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. This is a story of heroic deeds and the bitter struggle for the triumph of good over evil and of a wondrous sword wielded by a mighty hero when the legions of darkness stalk the land. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. It's a Festivus miracle! Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to make, make computer to computer, computer, computer contact. contact. That is an idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Open phones are back, everybody. And, of course, uh, joining me, as always, on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. The Electric City is now an LLC. Oh, okay. Good. Electric City? Yeah, yes. And, uh, and Rain, you are here with us for the moment, but uh, you need to you need to go get some rest. Yes. <laughs> yes. Holidays. I'm sorry, guys. Kicking your butt. Again, your sugar plum tuckered out. Yeah, I really... Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Get I some, love you. I rest. love you all, but I'm really... I'm, it's just like I got the cards done. We got the cookies done. I, I just... I'm done. <laughs> and now it's time for go to bed. Yeah. So, use any of my words... In Mad Libs. Oh, there you go. I I'm, I might do that, but for now, it's... Uh, Time for go to bed. There you go. Yeah. I'm so, sorry, guys. I'll see you all on Friday, okay? All right. I, I do. I'll I love you. you dearly, but... I'll see you I'm next sorry. Tuesday. All right. I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you in... Yeah. All right. I gotta go. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. So... All right, okay. everybody. It's uh, it's on it's on our listeners' shoulders right now. Uh, give us a call one three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six, or three three zero Ken one 
goo. <laughs> uh, you know, it could be can one good, but if you try to call, you know, if you try to use that D, it, it, the call will not go through. I tried it, at least with my cell phone, uh, maybe with a landline, but there's no sense in dialing the extra digit. We all know that it's just, you know, it's just for vanity. That's all. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, lines it's are open. It's a vanity number. Yes, it is. It is a vanity number. Uh, but yeah, lines are open. Uh, I haven't really seen anybody uh, uh, say yay or nay on um, uh, what you call it on Mad Libs, but we, we can still do them. I don't mind. I got some fun new ones. We, we can crack open the cat Mad Libs again. We got the Rainbows, Unicorns, and Mad Libs, and the giant volume, the tome of uh the best of mad libs like 150 pages it's insane so uh but yeah uh, a lot of folks uh out there peter in san francisco uh living on long island uh broke hammer give us a call cat hasn't called in yet uh there's a lot of folks uh, that, that could uh, be giving us a, a ring-a-ding uh kenny pick senior might be in bed but you can give a call um caitlin chris nova moonlight anybody and it mute <laughs> bueller Bueller, Muller, Muller. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bob Muller, please call. Yeah, play, uh, that would be great. Could you imagine a call from Bob Muller? So, what would be your first question? Um, what are you going to do if you get fired? <laughs> <laughs> See, Can mine you would be spe- uh, speed up the process. <laughs> are you going to put him in jail? Are you going to put him in jail? Is he going to jail? Is he going to jail? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. call in now with what you would, uh, what your first question for Bob Mueller would be. 330-536-1466. What do you? And we'll try your, to get them right to Mueller. Yeah, what's on your uh, what's on your wish list for Christmas this year? Uh, or you know, what have you been doing for any other holidays you might be celebrating this time uh, of year? Hanukkah, uh, Kwanzaa. Uh, I don't know where Ramadan falls this year. I don't know if Ramadan is. Because that, that's like a floating holiday uh, with the Gregorian calendar. It doesn't work like, you know, Western holidays. So, uh, yeah, Trojan Rabbit. Bob Mueller call on the White House courtesy phone. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, and again, I have zero audio prep for tonight. And now it's just me and Joe. So it's up to you guys to save the show. Come on, kids. We got it. Come on, gang. We got to save the clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> there is no audio. Only no, us. There's nothing. Nothing. I don't even have my cricket sound. See? Nothing. <laughs> um, but I really would like to ask Bob Mueller a lot of questions, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Sure. Sure. You know, I mean. I mean, he'd be a great interview. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. Well, you know. uh I'm, eagerly anticipating uh the the post uh, post investigation interviews and hopefully post incarceration interviews you know oh and did you hear he'll do a memoir uh, maybe did you did you hear that bullshit on fox news and alex jones are they're floating conspiracy theories about the fbi planning to uh, assassinate trump uh, what no yeah no yeah. yes yeah, yeah, there was a guy on Fox News, uh, some uh, right-wing radio show host. He was on that show, uh, Outnumbered, and he said, 
uh, I'll, I'll, I got to paraphrase what he said, but it, it, he said, oh, well, you know, there's. You, oh, you know, the the one, the text messages that Andy guy or Andrew guy and, and somebody else, I don't know. Y- yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, there there were the, the text message and they were talking about that insurance policy or something like that. And they were like, we don't know what he was talking about. This, this guy on Fox News, we don't know what he was talking about. He could have been talking about an assassination plot by the FBI. And then uh, uh, Harris Faulkner, I believe, is that her name? Um I, I I can't remember. Uh, one of one of the the hosts. She's a lawyer. Yeah, well, one of the hosts of that show uh, said, oh. "We got to be sure what we're talking about here." Is this? And he's like, "Oh no, there's been reports. There've been reports." And and she's like, "What news outlets?" Well, it's things I've seen on social media. And then she said, "So it's not credible." And he's like, "Well, yeah, yeah, no." <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. But then no. Alex Jones is out there saying, oh, no, FBI plot. He, he's going to be dead in the next 30 days. They're going to kill him in the next 30 days. That'll be another failed uh, Alex Jones prediction, I'm sure. Ah, boy. they're gonna, yeah, yeah, he's going to die signing that tax bill tomorrow, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I mean. Oh, no. Pe- I'm sorry. People in the chat room saying when, call, when, what, what to call. Yes, call. Just call. Call now. What's the, if if what's you hear number? somebody, if you hear. If you hear somebody else uh, wanting uh, on the line after you call in, give them five or ten minutes before uh, before calling. You know, five or six minutes. Uh, but the number is 330-536-1466 or 330-KEN-THE-NUMBER-ONE-GOO. So there you go. Goo. Uh, That's go- like Gugan. Gugan, yes, it is. So, uh, or, or can one... Three three zero Ken one go six. I don't know, uh, or Ken one hun. But yeah, call in anytime. It's fine. Uh, Joe and I are just shooting the shit right now, talking about the bullshit on Fox News and Alex Jones. And we yes. could be we could be persuaded to talk about something else <laughs> easily. Easily, we're easily swayed. <laughs> um. So yeah. yeah I, I, I think what what was really uh, upsetting was was that uh, when they were talking about a coup on uh, oh that on Fox yeah. News, oh yeah, I mean Jesse they're ridiculous. Waters. I mean, yeah, Jesse Waters, it, it, you know it, what a fucking clown. He fancies himself as a, a comedian. Oh yeah, you know he goes out and does those those uh, uh, like jaywalking kind of things. Oh, yeah, of course, you know, goes to spring break. Oh, let's go interview some scantily clad girl and ask her about the Bill of Rights. Yeah. You know, and then somebody asks him about the Bill of Rights and he doesn't know what the, what it is. See, there you go. Bill, I, pay, I, I paid that bill. I, I think I paid that already. Yeah, it was my right. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I pay my bills, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. But yes, uh, so anybody, yeah, uh, call in three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. It's so lonely here. Uh, but yeah, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start taking uh, requests for Mad Libs until somebody calls because I can't <laughs> I can't. Is that a threat? Well, no, <laughs> it's, it's not a threat. It's just like you know I can't just have a one on one with you right now if. I have to write down Mad Libs too. So if I had a caller, I could take 30 seconds out and write down a flurry of, of uh, nouns and adjectives and things like that. Uh, but yes, this number is for you folks 
to help me, folks. <laughs> so call with your donations, and if you don't have any, just yeah. talk. Yeah, we're not even asking for donations. No, <laughs> it's not even it's a not pledge like drive. Or anything. It's 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 a we're ple- we want you to pledge your support of a phone call. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, hey, you know, Ken, maybe maybe if we had Irish dancers like PBS. Yeah, that yeah the, the, yeah the step dancers. Oh God, I love yeah. that. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, and then when they have the uh, the nineteen fifties uh, rock and roll guys on that are come out with their walkers. Oh yeah, no oh, that that is quality stuff. Oh, oh did is. you did you hear? Um, uh, Herb Kane made a comeback uh, recently. Did you see that? No. I didn't get the audio for it, unfortunately, and you know who I have to blame for that. Blame yourself. Yep. Um, <laughs> That's right. Uh, Herb Kane came out, and they asked his uh, they asked his opinion on the GOP tax plan, and he said, it's no 999, but it's fine, fine, fine. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Stupid people are ruining America. Oh, it's a shit bill. It is a he has shit nothing though. to back that up. Oh, <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no, no facts to back that up. I don't have facts to back this up. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I, I still like the 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 um, uh, used foods emporium. Uh, uh, you know, the world where used foods emporium uh, still exists. Of course, you know where President Kane uh, decides to, uh, re- you know. Uh, with his 999 plan, uh, doesn't make people pay on used food items. Right. You know, do you remember that? So, uh, <laughs> all yes, right. I do. To kill a little time here, Used Foods Emporium, everybody. Come on down to Used Foods Emporium. Thanks to President Kane, all of our used foods are now 100% tax-free. This week's specials are assorted sun-dried mammals, only 99 cents a pound. You can't resist that crunchy goodness. Be sure to visit the produce department for fresh-found fruit from neighboring grocery store dumpsters. We have the softest apples in town. That's a fact. While you're at Used Foods Emporium, stop by the hot used foods table for a wide variety of body temperature dishes freshly eliminated and regurgitated by our friendly staff all the live long day. And don't forget, all of our used foods are 100% tax-free. This week, kids get free ABC gum with a purchase of $20 or more. Used Foods Emporium, now with 999 convenient locations. There you go. Nine hundred ninety-nine <laughs> convenient locations. Jeez, oh, this is this food. This might be that where we me. where we go tonight. We might just be playing uh, best of uh, my stupid old bits. But uh, it reminds yeah, you I of what? Fuck. It reminds you of what, Joe? Reminds, uh, a clown car I did that uh, almost made Francie stroke out. Which was? Uh, do you remember that congressman? Oh, this is years ago that uh, he was talking about unneeded regulations and how the market forces would uh, we could do away with regulations because market forces would take care of any bad things that would happen. Oh yes, of course. And he was he was in a Starbucks and he says like if that guy that works here at Starbucks went into the bathroom and there was no no regulation that he had to wash his hands. How 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 often do you think people would be coming here? Yeah, and you remember that guy? Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I, I did a review of a restaurant, the unregulated restaurant. Oh, where the guys from 
where the guys from Jiffy Lube next door were, were doubling as waiters. <laughs> oh, that's nice. And they'd scrape food from the night before and re, re, <laughs> resurf it the next day from people who left, you know, food on their plates. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was the, uh, the uh, <laughs> it wasn't the used food emporium, but it was the unregulated restaurant. Wow! If I had it in front of me, I would I would read it to you. Well, I, 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 if you if if you want to try and look for it, I can try and buy some time, and uh, we can listen well, to buy the, some time. The, the sequel to Use Foods Emporium, the Apple and Orange Ananza. <laughs> Here you go. This week at Use Foods Emporium, it's our semi-annual Apple and Orange Ananza. Mix and match a wide variety of used apples and oranges. You're mixing apples and oranges. That recently fell off a truck, and we acquired only $9.99 a bushel. And I'm going to be getting a bushel basket that has apples and oranges in it. Our oranges aren't just orange. Some are brown, green, and gray. A great way to liven up any holiday table. Sure. And we stand by our guarantee that we have the softest apples in town, 100% tax-free. Now that's easy on the old shoppers and the pocketbook. That's an apple. Don't miss out on some other great bargains in our produce department. Listeria contaminated cantaloupe, only 30 cents a pound. It's listerific. <laughs> Tan peppers, a nickel apiece. Don't miss out on the apple and orange ananza at Used Foods Emporium. That's apples and oranges. There you go. I love those tan peppers too. So <laughs> tan peppers. Nobody, nobody wants tan peppers. Were you, were you able to track down your uh, your clown car bit there? I, I I'm 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 searching the clown car feverishly. Oh, the archives. And, uh, the yeah, archives. I think I found it. I think I found it. Uh, yes, here it is. Here right, it is. Right. I found it. There you go. I found it. It is the, uh, uh, it was episode 321 of the Tim Cormall Show, which originally air dated on February 8th, 2015. Nice. And uh, it was Sam, it was Senator Tom Tillis of North Carolina, of course. Oh. And uh, his idea was to de- deregulate restaurants, and uh, be- and he figured well, they won't have people washing their hands, the employees. Uh, so here was my uh, clown car review. Of the Tom Tillis deregulated restaurant. While being greeted by the maitre d', I was impressed by the many odors emanating from the dining room. Reminiscent of uh, newly fertilized cornfields, the aroma gave just a hint of the treat to come. Now, don't let those grease-stained overalls put you off because the free market cafe does not pay minimum wage. Most of the wait staff work part-time at the Jiffy Lube next door. But don't worry. The service doesn't suffer because the free market cafe is unregulated restaurant. No one has to waste time washing their hands between oil changes and bathroom visits. <laughs> uh, the waiter was quick to bring the menus and uh, take my drink order. Adding a clever touch, the menu has many samples of the offerings stuck right to it. Uh, The wine list was superb, mixed from unfinished glasses from the night before, and chilled in the original boxes. And the fingerprints and lipstick stains on the wine glasses just added to the homey charm. Sure. Right? Yes. Yeah. I started with the clam Okay, I started with the clam surprise appetizer. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> it's a plate okay. of clams. Some already, ch- some already eaten. Okay. Some with some with clams in them, <laughs> and that's the surprise. <laughs> and the bread basket was a copious mixture of stale but still chewable bread. <laughs> dip into the house, dip into the house mystery sauce, and you have the perfect complement to your meal. My main course was prime rib, ah uh, juice. Uh, for health purposes, juice. For health purposes, for health purposes, the menu recommends very, very well done. <laughs> and by the way, if you if you order the meat or seafood that is boarded thirty days expired, you get a fifty percent discount. Oh, that's the wow. beauty. Yes, yes, that's the beauty of the unregulated restaurants. The health choices are yours, not Michelle Obama's. And be sure to have the spoiled mixed vegetables as a side. You'll hardly notice the mold and the unique colors of rotting produce liven up the presentation. <laughs> uh, one, sl- one slight negative note: the water did drop. Uh, did drop my the waiter dropped my prime rib on the floor on the way to the table. But to his credit, he quickly picked it up and, using the five-second rule, he got it to the table before the rats got to it. <laughs> he even offered a cut. He even offered to cut off the parts that he stepped on. Now, the best part of the night was the check. For less than $50, I was able to eat and have money left over for a stop at the emergency room. The free market cafe keeps prices low because the silverware is not washed between uses. Okay, yeah. But not not employing kitchen staff at a government-mandated minimum wage, they can pass the savings on to you. As long as, as well as the germs. You can bring your own silverware or use the house-provided pre-used utensils. Suggestion? <laughs> tip your waiter, and he'll wipe them down for you with his napkin. <laughs> so, whether you're out with friends or dining alone, the Free Market Cafe's friendly atmosphere and proximity to one of the best poison control centers in North Carolina make it a must-try for every culinary taste. One additional note. The Free Market Cafe asked me to remind anyone dining alone to be sure to inform your waiter of your emergency contacts. That is So enjoy the liberty of the Free Market Cafe. And as always, bon appetit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, there you go. I'll give you give you an amen for that. Very nice. Very well. Very well done. So, uh, still no callers. Uh, got a lot of people in the chat room, and nobody even is uh, hardly participating. Uh, it, like, I've gotten like not even a dozen submissions for Mad Libs. So, are people really listening? <laughs> There's a lot of listeners, but nobody's nobody submitting or calling. What's going on? Do you did I make you guys mad? I'm sorry. I don't know what I did. Anyway, um, here's uh, here's the next used foods emporium. Very well done done on the unregulated restaurant there, Joe. So uh, in the same vein, uh-huh. we'll we'll finish out this hour with uh, another used foods emporium bit here. 
backed by popular demand, Used Foods Emporium is reopening our doors, offering you wholesome used food that's 100% tax-free. As Mitt Romney blazes a trail across the United States, he's leaving a wake of used food in his path. Here's a mere sampling of the discarded items from Mr. Romney. Partially ingested pancakes. Uh, these are pancakes. Uh... Only 15 cents a half stack. Piles of grits. Grits, and the things are strange. And sandwiches. If you want another sandwich, there's more back there. Mix and match, a dollar a fistful. And now Governor Romney's left behind a whole slew of used cookies. I'm not sure about these cookies. <laughs> they, don't, they don't look like you made them. Buy a dozen, get a half dozen free. And for our grand reopening, be sure to bring the kids by the all-new Alicia Silverstone Mama Bird Stand for their complimentary mouthful of pre-chewed food. Hurry in to Use Foods Emporium while the Seamus Delight is still running hot off the roof. Oh. Use Foods Emporium, once again, home of the softest apples. It's apples and oranges. And oranges in town. Yes, uh, there we go. Uh, the, I don't know if you remember the... <laughs> the, the I, I, sh- I, I can't believe I didn't get the chocolate goodie uh, thing in there. Remember when he couldn't name it what a donut was? Remember that no. one, Joe? Yeah, no, there no. was one... He went to a... He's like... Ooh, and I want one of those chocolate goodies uh, over there. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, look at that! Theo's calling in. We must not have made him All right. uh, made him Sick. angry. So, <laughs> uh, hi, Theo. Thanks for calling, buddy. Oh, wait a second, Kenny. Good evening. There you are. Hey, hey, Theo. What's up? Hey, buddy. Um, it's a rainy night in Portland. Oh, it is. It may actually be snowy in a couple of days. We'll have to see. Um, and Leah and I are taking a break from the joys, question mark, of moving into a <clears throat> somewhat ill-prepared new home. Um, I could go on and on and on about that, but I'm not going to. Yo, no, whatever you would like I'm to. I'm not talk going to. About. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Um. So- yeah. Anyway, nice to hear that that you've managed to get a call in number again for turn up the night. It's exciting. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it, forgive me. We're having we're having some dust issues in this place because packing boxes are still being unpacked, and there are some other things I won't go into now. Um, sure. But yeah, the big story out here has been the uh, derailing of the Amtrak train. Oh uh, yeah, just south of Olympia, which is the Washington State Capitol, and I rode that train fairly often on its old route. In fact, while Leah and I were courting, I was back and forth pretty much once a month or once every couple of weeks. Um, so seeing. What happened in the, the, both the accident itself, the hints of mismanagement or of, of you know, basically of, of a lack of finances and a lack of technical care that brought mm-hmm. it about, uh, that needs gone into. And I'm frankly hoping that the people in the Department of Transportation who predate Trump's, you know, I don't even like using the name. Let's call him Dolt 45, which is my standard term for it. There him. you go. Um, I'm just hoping that 
they come forward with full force and say, hey, what are you going to do? Fire us? You need us to investigate this and to straighten out the mess that you've helped create by first disturbing, really trashing the atmosphere for people to work in, and um, also the massive threats of cutbacks. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Trump would like to make sweetheart deals with his buddies who are going to use those roadbeds for coal, oil, uh, whatever they can get commercially while slashing funding for actual passenger transport. And it's important to more people than uh, a lot of high-ticket politicians and particularly high-ticket donors of the Trump campaign. Yeah. Their radar. I mean, if you have private jets at your disposal, you don't need a railroad train. You don't need a passenger train service. But a lot of us do. Sure. Absolutely. And from <clears throat> my understanding, the the it looks like the the engineer, driver, what have you of this train was going double the speed he should have been going at this point. Is that correct? Um, that's what it looks like now. I've read the preliminary reports on what I could get my hands on via media. Uh, there was also a sensor system and a speed governor, which was supposed to be... Uh, it was in place on the tracks. Apparently it had been tested, but it was not operational. It wasn't switched on. And that train was only supposed to be traveling about 30 miles an hour it was going in the overpass 80, right? over Interstate 5. And, yeah, from the reports, it was going 80. Jesus um, Christ. It just sounds like something that absolutely shouldn't have happened. And the, yeah. the phone communication or radio communication between the, the Amtrak people, the crew on the scene who survived the accident and were calling in help, um, mm-hmm. That's gone to media, and it paints a pretty grim picture all by itself. Yeah. So, but hey, one, you know, this one's going to last a while. Yeah. If the if these uh, Republicans really, really, really want to step things up and put their money where their mouth is, I mean, if you look at uh, what was the airport, the uh, the big airport that you know uh, all the wiring burned. It was up. Atlanta Hartsfield? Was it not? Yeah. 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 It was, I think yeah, Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, you know, busiest uh, airport in the yeah. in the United States uh, or maybe the world. Um, and you know, the, this entire wall of electrical wiring, you know, the, the, you know, the, apparently the bottom wires, the first wires burned out, caused the fire and went up and burned out all of the backup wires, you know? So, I mean, you know, you, you look at what, what happened here and what happened in your neck of the woods. Uh, it's like, you know, get serious. You want to get serious about fixing the economy and fixing jobs, fix infrastructure, Get let's get high well, speed rail. Let's get safer uh, commuter, you know, uh, uh, trains. Let's get you know uh, viable backup, uh, you know, going on for uh, you know electrical. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure big airports like that get some kind of um, you know government funding. You know, just like Amtrak. So, oh yeah, you know they uh, do. But, um, it's between the FAA and. National Transportation Safety yeah. Board. Um, so, but it's been neglected. It's been a political football. Yeah. Uh, 
And let's hope that this is one of the things that really helps put more nails in the coffin of the the 45 administration. Yeah. Because this has all been too public, too obvious, and too embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, uh, and just too damn dangerous. Yeah, Joe, uh, we're running a little bit long, but Joe, you wanted to say something. Go ahead uh, before uh, we give Theo the last word here. I was going to ask Theo, did I read it right? Was that the maiden voyage of this particular train? Um, yes, it was. And they've been doing test runs on those tracks from the uh, copy that I've been reading. But this was the maiden passenger voyage and mm. done with great fanfare and with a whole lot of excitement and Amtrak was really hoping it would become more of a draw. And then this happens. Um, yeah. And that, mm. that was a popular run anyway. Uh, yeah. And it, it was a necessary one for a lot of us um, mm-hmm. you know, who don't have cars or don't necessarily have the means to, to fly back and forth between say Portland or, you know, British Columbia yeah, and uh, Oregon state. <sighs> anyway, um, I know we've got the, we've got the cutoff coming fairly soon. So anything else you guys want to talk about? Um, well, I mean, it, it, uh, nothing on my mind. This is uh, like I said, uh, I'm ill prepared for audio or anything tonight, but I, I do appreciate you, you, uh, chiming oh, in on that. And I wish you the best of luck, uh, with your new house. I know it, it, it's tough. Moving is tough. Um, but you know, you'll get settled and things are going to be, you're going to be happy. And, um, it, you know, once, once all the, 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 <sighs> inevitable drama well, find two-thirds of what we own yeah 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 uh, there, you know there are a the... lot of good there are a lot of interestingly marked boxes around here that don't necessarily describe what's actually in them yeah yeah um, so <laughs> it's it's sort of a zen puzzle yeah you know, every, every time you cut the tape on a box uh well i'll let you go and Oh no problem. And well, in, for a chance, hap- chime ha- in. Happy Saturnalia. <coughs> Thank you, and the best of the holiday season, whichever of the multitude yeah. you, you know observe. Yeah, you're more of a solstice uh, guy, right? Yeah, um, we're looking for looking around for someplace in the Portland area to celebrate that. Excellent. Uh, so, and then we have to go down and do. Or then we're going to go down and do uh, uh, Christmas with family. Gotcha. That's, that's another set of issues. Anyway. No problem. We'll talk <laughs> at you later. Take care, Kenny. Take care, Joe. Good okay. night, everybody. Good All night. right. Thanks, Theo. Yep. Love you, brother. Talk to you soon. Love you too, pal. So. Bye. All right. Bye bye. Uh, well, all right. Very good. Uh, thank you, Theo, for for uh, uh, saving everybody from all five installments of the Used Foods Emporium saga. <laughs> uh, I was, I was uh, ramping up the, the, the night before Christmas Trump edition. Oh, but uh, we don't have go. to do that. <laughs> there you go. We'll save that for Friday. Oh no, you're not going to be here Friday. Maybe we will have no, to I go. Won't. We'll see. Um, but uh, well, at any rate, we now we're running a little bit long. I do have a couple Mad Libs almost completed. Joe, I'm going to need. Two 
two words from you. Maybe one of our callers, I think Caitlin Chris was interested in calling in. If you don't have the number, write it down now, but don't call in until after the break. Uh, 330-536-1466 or 330-CAN-1-GOO. G-O-O. Um, uh, yeah, so anyway, we're going to go ahead and run to the break. And uh, as promised, uh, Mort asked for... Well, I said uh, uh, we were going to do a song when I play with him on New Year's called Blast Back with a Bomb. Basically, it's about um, it's about Trump supporters. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, play that song on this break for Mort. We'll be right back with the last segment here of this. Open phones on Turn Up the Night. And yeah, hopefully we'll get a call from Caitlin Chris at the new number. We'll be right back right after this. <laughs> The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are 
from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Rain and Bobber from ForFreedomsBlog.com, and we'd like to continue the war on Christmas by wishing everyone an Indie Media Weekly and turn up the night a happy holiday. Yeah, that's right, a happy freaking holiday. Merry Christmas! Not in this liberal utopia. Happy, happy holidays, holidays and, and don't, don't drink the green eggnog. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Washington, D.C. Rain was here with us for the first two hours of the program. But again, she was all sugar plum tucked out from the holidays uh, already. We didn't give it to player jingle for her tonight. Uh, Trojan Rabbit says, what happened to sound? It's slow. I don't know. I have no idea. Hopefully that's not uh, from uh, phone calls coming in or anything like that. But probably isn't because nobody else has mentioned anything about it tonight. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, Caitlin Chris uh, was calling in during the break. I told her to give a give a call back uh, after the break. Uh, again, the number to call in is 330-536-1466 or 330-KEN-1-GOO. God, seriously, it used to be Ken One Talk. That was much cooler than Ken One Goo. It is. Um, so, <laughs> of course. Um, but, damn Russian hackers. So, uh, anyway, uh, here we go. We got uh, Caitlin Chris on the call with us right now. Uh, Caitlin Chris, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. How's it going? Thanks yeah. for calling. Oh, good. Excellent. So yes, we, we we're back in in full force with a uh, w- with an actual uh, new call in number. Yay! Yay! Uh, so what's on your mind tonight? Are are you? Uh, uh, I don't know uh, how you celebrate or anything, or what you're up to, uh, or what are you? What are you into this time of year? Um. Well, I have. There's like one graphic I saw about a decade ago. It sort of sums it all up. It's the happy, happy everything. Now, don't bother me until next year. 
Yeah. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Well, we, we'll, we'll give you the uh, the customary uh, A-train. Yeah, there you go. Now get out of here, you dirty kids. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my thing is, if I give you, basically, I figured the gift giving can start about Halloween and keep going till about maybe the day after Valentine's Day. Yeah. You know what I what I can't wait for the for the end of every year in Cleveland is St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah. <laughs> what does Cleveland do for for St. Patrick's Day? Uh, we have a humongous fucking parade, and every every person from the suburbs who never comes to downtown Cleveland comes to downtown Cleveland at five in the morning and starts drinking immediately. Green beer. Green beer, kegs and eggs, puking in the streets, pissing in the alleys. Hmm. And Thanks sometimes that, huh? yeah, and sometimes sharding in public. <laughs> Corn beef and isn't that, isn't that just a description of what Trump does all the time anyway? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So it's it's basically like it's like a uh, hundred thousand Trumps descend on the city. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> sick. So, uh, but yeah, um, I'm sorry you didn't get the number earlier, but yeah, it's pretty much almost the same number as what we had last time, except instead of three three zero can one talk, it's now can one goo. So, <laughs> <laughs> or it could be can one hun if you're feeling like you know, especially endearing. I thought the goo thing would be funny just because you know I always have the flarp laying around. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, uh, any anything else on your on your mind this evening? Uh well, the damn tax bill. Yeah. I, I'm surprised they didn't try and vote on it at two o'clock two o'clock this morning mm. to get it passed. Yeah. Really. Because I, yeah. that would have been just like them if they'd done that. Because I'm like. When 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 they when they when they were saying oh yeah we got all the votes counted, uh-huh. you know there, there are probably enough votes to pass it. Surprised they didn't just go ahead and pass it in the middle of the night because isn't that how they more or less the Senate did it the last time? Uh, it, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. They had to have a like a three in the morning. They had to prop up all the old men. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Are there penises? <laughs> oh, see? Yeah. see? There, oh, there you go. Sorry, it was skipping. Are those all the votes being counted? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gomert. Gomert. <laughs> yeah, looking at those those old guys, I don't think you could prop them up by their penis. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course they what's all the Viagra out there for? Not for uh, them. Yeah, <laughs> Not for them. I guess. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, yeah. no, I, I was looking for something. I don't have it. Oh, look who popped up on our chat room. It's uh, it's our good friend Zelda. Zelda McGregor. There she is. So, uh, but uh, all right. Well, Caitlin, Chris, we we got about 
15 minutes left in the program. Uh, so uh, I appreciate you giving us a, a jingle. Uh, happy uh, holidays be over soon for you. So, <laughs> and Thank uh, you. happy holidays to you too. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 jot that number down. Well, uh, Adam was kind enough to put the number at the top of the uh, turn up the night page too. Um, so uh, the, the the you know right above the chat room, it's like the second okay. paragraph in. So if you if you don't have it, you can find it right there. Just in time for showtime. I'll All also right. post it in the chat uh, early on for everybody and mention it often like this. one three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. 536 But, yeah, thanks for calling. And, uh, again, uh, uh, we love you, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks, Kenny. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, there she goes. Thank you all. I, and I think we'll we'll call it quits for uh, for uh, calls tonight. We made it by the skin of our teeth. Uh, and now it's time to get to Mad Libs and parting shots. So Joe, are you ready? It's gonna it's gonna be we're gonna really put you through the ringer on these Mad Libs. I got two words that you need oh, to give me. Yeah. I don't know uh, if I have to, but go. All right. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad libs. <laughs> oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right, here we go, Joe. Mm. I, I need, uh, this is a tough one. I hate giving these people, I, I need an adverb. An adverb. Describing likely. a verb, likely. All right, likely it is. Uh, all right, Joe. Last word. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Article of clothing, plural. Uh, article of clothing. Uh, beanie. Beanie. All beanie. Right. Beanies. 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 Right, beanies. There we go. Beanies. All right. Oh, this one's pretty appropriate. Oh man, I should have looked at the title. I should have saved it, but it's okay. It's it's probably pretty it's good for for now anyway uh all right so the first one is afraid of the dark this is from best of mad libs 50 years of mad libs and uh here it is afraid of the dark i was home alone and scared out of my penises oh, somebody got that in early oh uh, uh, yeah I could hear the wind sliding, and off in the distance, a used food was howling. Mind you, I filled some of these in from our experiences on the show when people were going quiet on us. (laughs) (laughs) I crossed the room, locked the tea bags, and climbed into bed, pulling the signs over my mucous membrane. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta have signs that protect those mucous membranes. only stands to reason then it happened i could hear a denture lubricating up the stairs (laughs) oh disgusting (laughs) my taints started to to chatter and my knees began vomiting (laughs) (laughs) if your knees begin vomiting call a doctor no go just go to the emergency room Yeah. Or you can, genuflect one or the other. Yeah, you can handle your taints uh, uh, chattering, 
But vomiting knees? No, you need to get oh. help immediately. Um, oh, yeah. So, or so knee yes. pads. <laughs> so, One or the other. So my taint started chat to chatter and my knees began vomiting. The Herman Cain was thrust open and there was a strange Subway sandwich with hair all over his incisor. <laughs> 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 uh, it was my father <laughs> it was my father hi we're home he said likely hope you weren't afraid of staying home alone no I said lying through my boobs <laughs> really hey, really <laughs> This one's called New Year's Resolutions. Oh, it's kind of appropriate for this time of year, right? All right. Uh, Yeah. Oh, Joe, you're going to like this one. I resolve that in the next year, I will eat all of my clown cars, just like my mother says. (laughs) That's a good idea. I promise to to help bathe my pet emergency room. And help mandate the dishes after dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will not eat any clam that contains cholesterol or free markets. <laughs> <laughs> Good, a communist clam eater. <laughs> yeah. uh, I will be polite and thoughtful and will clear the raccoons after meals. Poor <laughs> uh, raccoon. Uh, I will do an unregulated deed every day. <laughs> uh, I love unregulated deeds. That's truly the free market at work. Oh, it um, is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will be polite to any tear ducks who are older than I am. And I will never, ever <laughs> tip my dog's tail or pour a jus on my cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, no, you were you were telling that story with about the aju, and I was like, "Oh, type of liquid." Let me write that down. Um, and then uh, this all, most of this lays uh, uh, so squarely on the shoulders of our chat room at this point. I will also try to brush my nipples and shine no. my and shine my beanies every day. Oh no no no! Oh. No, don't do that. It better be a soft bristle brush for your nipples. I'm just saying that. I would, yeah. Number two brush. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I promise to be really sticky so I can live crustily for the next 12 months. Then I'll be a truly happy, bland person. There you go. Mm. You know, the number two brush reminded me of a joke I haven't told on the show. Oh well, why don't you tell it? <laughs> did you hear about the Did you hear about the mathematician who was constipated? No, I didn't. What happened? He, he worked out his problem with a pencil. It was a number two pencil. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, Everybody loves Kenny's jokes. Uh, oh. No, no, not really. So. And I didn't even see that one coming. <laughs> uh, there you go. Worked out his problem with a pencil, everybody. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Stick that number two right up. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There you go. 
problem solved. Uh, so, all right. Well, we only have about five minutes left on the program. I think that'll give us more than enough time to uh, wrap up the show. Of course, Joe, you're going to be off this Friday for the holidays and everything. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, happy holidays to you uh, and, and to Barb and uh, all of your family and all the pups. I hope you put them all in Santa Claus hats and take pictures of them. Uh, no. Damn I can't even... Are you kidding? They'll eat the hat These before you can get the picture taken, right? Eat the hat, they'll swallow the hat, they'll crap the hat right out. There'll be a hat crap right in the yard tomorrow. Oh. No, we don't do that. But, uh, yeah, um, I won't be on Friday. But uh, I wish everybody a happy, happy holiday season, whatever you celebrate, even if you don't celebrate. Have a happy weekend. What's the difference? Yeah. And uh, this year we have uh, two new puppies who are driving us crazy. Mm -hmm. And uh, so anyway, uh, happy holidays to everybody. And uh, I hope to see you the following Tuesday, the day after. Yeah. And and, uh, this Sunday, uh, the Tim Carmel show, well, you're not going to be recording a new show. Tim's already working on it. I will be part of it uh, because he's asked uh, uh, participants of the show to record um, poignant, funny, uh, interesting Christmas or holiday stories. Um, and uh, I, I'm, I promise you, Tim, uh, I will have mine for you by tomorrow night. No later. It's going to happen. Uh, I just had to, I had that review I had to write uh, today. I didn't have to write it, but I wanted to write the review. That came down the pike before uh, uh, the recording for Tim. Uh, so, uh, I, you know, everything's gotten pushed back because my damn sinus infection from the weekend, you know? So, uh, biting off as much as I can chew at the moment. Uh, but yeah, so that's going to happen. I'm very excited about the, the Tim Cormel, uh, holiday special. Again, it's going to be very interesting. There's going to be some best of clown cars, uh, going on. And like I said, uh, uh, Tim has corralled, uh, Cormel has corralled, (laughs) um, Uh, a bunch of contributors to uh, uh, add their their fun and interesting stories to the Christmas special, and that's very exciting. Also, uh, going up on the network tomorrow, um, uh, I, I tried to get Bobber and Rain involved in the, the Christmas cooking special, but obviously Rain and Bob have been extremely busy, so that's not going to happen. So I'm going to put together our cooking special to go up uh, on the network tomorrow. Um, I will make posts about when that's going to broadcast. Um it will be played several times. Uh, I will probably run it after Turn Up the Night this Friday because I don't know how much time I'm going to have to do my music show this Friday. And, I, I, you know, I think that'll be a lot of fun. And, of course, the, the cooking special has uh, me, uh, Michelle, Janet, and John Kendall. A lot of fun. We go over a lot of different recipes and, and cooking ideas. But at the very least, it'll be played at least once tomorrow uh once friday and probably once on saturday and hopefully another time on sunday and then we'll we'll rerun it again because a lot of people make dinner after the holidays and make a you know a new year's dinner which is you know could be anything you know i mean what do you eat i mean a lot of people eat pork and sauerkraut i'm not so into that um you know uh but anywho uh yeah so joe 
again, happy holidays to you, my friend. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, can you really call Sharky a puppy at this point? Uh, Sharky is not a puppy. He's a, uh, a, a 60 pound pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> However, we have a 30 pound puppy uh named uh pj pal oh, wait, wait. jr yeah okay pj and then oh i i, I screwed up uh because pj who's the other puppy i forget well the youngest one is is uh our 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 oldest dog's uh uh son so it's pal jr or we call him pj okay he is pj puppy yes pj puppy and um he's the youngest and him and uh, sharky oh, are okay. now uh, are now uh, just tearing the place apart. I mean, <laughs> Pal, who's seven years old, just watches them tear everything up, and now we have mud in the backyard. So when they come back in, it's like, grab the oh, dog. Yeah. Don't let them go anywhere. No! <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, not on the white not on the white carpet, no. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we have going. We have two new puppies one is about 10 months old one is about 15 weeks old and they are terrors there you go so yeah because you said two puppies and i was thinking is pj technically a puppy i guess technically he is age-wise right pj's only 15 weeks so he's yeah he's a big puppy He's a big puppy. He was the oh, only I'm one sorry. in the litter P- so. i meant sharky i meant sharky so oh sharky i'm getting yeah. mixed up now yeah, Sharky's like a teenager. You yeah, know? he's got a, he's got a man's body and a little kid's brain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and know? he uses them both to great effect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does. There you go. Well, uh, all right. Well, I'll tell you what, everybody. We're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, check out all the other fine programming here on Indie Media Weekly. Uh, I'll be back with Rain and Bobber this Friday, and we're going to do more open phones. So everybody make a note of the phone number, 330-536-1466. Don't call now because the show's over. Um, but uh, And it's also at the very top of the turn up the night chat room page you can find that number write it down save it in your cell phone whatever you want and uh yeah and and find look for more details on my twitter and facebook uh for what we're doing this uh friday and that's it it's 10 o'clock eastern bye bye that's it over and out rock and roll god bless america time for go to bed I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Woo! Looks like you boys have seen a lot of action.